all I watch primarily is Buster Keaton silent films. Okay, then you're That's a it. Get together, have a few laughs. Masters of the universe. Okay, bummer. I drink uh, coffee that comes out of a can. <laughs> just Folgers, baby. You just pour water into just the Folgers. A, a metal can. I you just, don't even put it. You don't even run it through a filter. Nope. You just drink it. That's how we did it in the war. That's a paddling. That's a paddling. Who are these guys? I'm we, not satisfied yet. <laughs> We're Cinemasters, dude. Cinemasters. And we got to talk about these feature presentations, man. We got to do it. We got to do it. All right. We're I, doing I, it. I'm getting, I got a slider here. It's very satisfying mm-hmm. to go satisfying. up and down with that slider. That's so satisfying. So... This is our feature presentation episode. We're going to talk about the movies that we're looking forward to for the months of January through March 2020. 2020. The year of 2020. The year of Barbara Walters. With pos- with some shout-outs for December. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm going to go ahead and be a little bit honest on the upfront. There's yeah. not a lot coming out in January, February, and March. Not really. Not a lot. Not really. We may we may step on each other's toes. That that well feels a little dry. I don't at know this if point. we're gonna get to ten. <laughs> because unlike previous, because like this is a thing we do. You know, we like do. every three months we'll we'll put an episode out where we we talk about movies we're looking forward to seeing. It's a service we offer to the people for you guys. To, the, these we're letting you know we're in advance. These you. are the flicks that are worth your time. Yes, there's a lot of movies that get released these days. If you yeah. don't believe us, go go like Google that stuff. I watch a lot of movies. Google that shit. Google it. Ask Jeeves it. <laughs> Go hasta la vista that. Alta vista? Alta vista. I'm <laughs> Ron Avis. I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> Drink things. <laughs> I'm your other host. Hasta la vista. The search engine. Go hasta la vista I think we should. I think that should be. Oh my god! Are you smart enough to make a search engine? Instead, no, I'm not. <laughs> Damn it! I can draw a search engine on a piece of paper. <laughs> that should have been a thing. Instead of saying Google it, it we should be saying Hasta la Vista. Hasta la Vista. It. Go Hasta la Vista. It. Listen to me. Hasta la Vista. Hasta la Vista. This this search could be. Hear me now and believe me later. That's right. We're going to pump you, you up. up. Mm. I am Hans. I am Franz. And we are here to pump you oh, up. I wasn't quite there with, we were close. with the timing of it. It was pretty close. It was pretty close. High five. <laughs> we were close on that. <laughs> it was satisfying. It was satisfying. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So um, if you listen to this, you hopefully listen to our mini episode prior yes. to this where we talked about uh, you know Rad Dads. Rad Dads. And we, we, were we rad. did we did the Santa Claus and then we did uh, Ernest Saves Ernest Christmas. Saves this is a very Christmas. Christmassy themed yes. December episode. In case you December. didn't notice, look at your calendar. Yeah. It's unless you're listening to this months from now, then it's not gonna make sense. But if you're listening in a if timely you're in a coma way, right now. <laughs> And you're listening to this if years later. If you're a real goddamn fan of the cinematic, yeah. you were listening in December. You're you were here talking with us about Christmas movies now. 
And even before that, we were talking about Thanksgiving movies. Yep. So, like, we're getting you one episode per month, approximately. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we, but that's the point. Like, we, we would typically we're get you a you couple episodes a month. We're going to try and split our lengthy yep. episodes up into little bite-sized, delicious morsels of little podcast. And you're, but you're still going to get a long episode. You're getting a lot of a lot out of us. Like, that mini episode was yeah. still like, well, it, actually, once I looked at it, it was more like 30 minutes. All right. <laughs> that was like an hour, including screw-ups. Like, that's, there were a lot of screw-ups. Bloopers. <laughs> You know what? Kids love bloopers. They do, but this this is the meat. That's the reason why we call meat. it the feature presentation. And as I said, these are the movies that we're looking forward to. We are. He has five. I have five. We hope. And together, we're gonna make ten. And uh, you know, by it, our movies combined, it's January through March, people. It's not a. It's not like the you know, like the the the, the movie studios aren't putting out the the piece de resistance. This is a lot of stuff that got pushed back. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what a happened. lot of stuff that they made. A lot of made things that in January like, is like could have been December movies. Should before. we have made this movie? Ew, we already made it. We paid for it. We might as well put this. Yikes! Let's abort this thing out on the screen. What did we do here? Oh no! I'm gonna get fired. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is in another movie. <laughs> I was gonna say something about Adam Sandler, but Tiffany Haddish is becoming the Adam Sandler of 2020. And I, I, I still believe there's more to her. Nah, no, yeah. she's done. She's done. There's, I, I, I now, now she's doing like the children say the darndest things on TV. She's done. Tiffany Haddish well, I mean, has nothing left. You know, to that's give. A, there's a long lineage there. I mean, you had Art Linkletter did it, then another guy did it for a while. Bill Cosby did it <clears> for a while. wasn't Wasn't gonna. <laughs> wasn't going to say that. Ah, uh. <laughs> oh, damn it. Now YouTube's going to block us for saying oh. Bill Cosby. Damn it. God bless it. Cosby. It's not for kids. Not for kids. First we had Art Linkletter. Then we had Cliff Huxtable. Wasn't there like an Alan Thick period in there somewhere? There had if to be, not, right? there should have been. Uh, goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting into that, son bitch. Exactly. Uh, all right. So... Let's get into the Alan Thick of it. <laughs> oh, see what it wow. did there. I need a button sound effect. That was a good one. Okay, so yeah, so this is this is technically episode twenty. If you want to go twenty in, into the like our lineage of of movies, we're no longer a teenager. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're twenty. We're not quite old enough the, to drink, but yep. we but we're but you know we're not a teen. We're in a weird kind of age range. We're in the die another day range. We're in the Britney Spears, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. We're still smack dab in the Pierce Brosnan 007 era. Pierce I tell you Brosnan. that much. Gotta love that Pierce Brosnan. He's an Irish fellow. He was only good in one movie, though, really, if you think about it. So, I'm tell you what. Let, let's first give a couple shout-outs to December Shout movies. Shout-outs to we, December. We still got a little bit of time in December. Yeah, but you know? it's so just we, the beginning. We, we can't not talk about December. There's some big flicks coming out in December. Yep. And uh, I I couldn't... Uh, let's, I say let, let's let's do a couple shout-outs apiece. And uh, I'm going to go first. Do it. Because <laughs> I got I to gotta get Star Wars, That's The Rise fine. of Skywalker out That's there. That's fine. Um, I, I know... The last movie, uh, the uh, return of well, it was the Last Jedi. Last Jedi Le- left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. I have gone on record many, many times uh, to say that I thought Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie was pretty damn good. I thought I enjoyed it. It, it had its problems. Uh, it could have been better. 
Uh, but, but but what worked worked really well. Yeah. So you know, if you just want to choose to forget a couple scenes here and there, enjoy enjoy what you had. So I liked it, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that with that JJ sandwich, or is it a Ryan Johnson sandwich? Because Ryan Johnson's the meat in the middle, right? He's the cream filling. Yeah. So JJ's the bread who's holding it together, and but Ryan Johnson gave us that like controversial, you know, taste. <laughs> That a little bit, a little bit of uh, what? What would you? What kind of meat would he be? Um, what kind of meat would Jerry say? Ryan I was going to say is? we're talking sandwiches here. <laughs> Boom, pow, sandwiches, sandwiches. If you're talking sandwiches, yeah, I, I know sandwiches. Uh, is he a pastrami? I, I feel, I feel like he's a very nice capicola. Oh, you know, uh, one one of your. One of your finer meats that people don't often find in a sandwich. You know, your typical sandwich. You get an Italian sandwich in the right place, you might get a little capicola in there. I miss Jerry Testaverde. Jerry Testaverde. We, we, we still don't know a lot about Jerry. We don't know much about him. We, we don't know about his, what was the website that he was looking on? Uh, delicatessen owners only. <laughs> it's an online dating community. For people who own delicatessens. <laughs> it's a very niche, there's, niche like, crowd of people. It's it, like farmers only, but it's for delicatessens. It's like owners. farmers only, but it's just for people who own delicatessens. <laughs> and I got to tell you, there's not a lot of ladies that no. own delicatessens. No, not at all. Mostly men. You know, you go searching 250 miles from your particular zip code and you might find two. <laughs> it's not, you don't have to frequent the website. I can but, tell you that. But, you know, there there's a forum site. There's a lot of movie lovers on the forum site. And Jerry, if he loves he loves his meats and there's, he loves his movies. And there's and there's one lady that has stolen my heart. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I tell you the woman cannot make a bad film. I disagree. You're I'm, wrong. I'm just You're saying wrong. she's maybe made all day long. I will tell you that you are wrong. If you took a few scenes from a few, all of her movies and mushed them together. Have you ever seen Two If by Sea? <laughs> no. With Dennis Leary? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It'll change your life, I promise you. I tell you, you've seen that one with that Ryan Reynolds guy, right? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that particular film was a, all right. He's a good kid. He, he was a good kid. That Ryan he was Reynolds. a good, clean kid. But, yeah, there was a scene with Sandra Bullock where she was uh, singing to um, Lil John. Yes. And she's talking about sweat dripping down her balls. And that was a phenomenal scene. It was. I do not understand why she was snubbed by the Academy for that. For the life of me. (laughs) For the life of me. I don't know. (laughs) I tell you. Jerry, don't get excited. It's too late. (laughs) I'm 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 sorry. I need my heart pills. As as anybody, as a small, uh, is that Mitch fell around? I gave him to him. What happened to Mitch? We haven't. Mitch hasn't showed up in a long time. He's still passed out. I think Mitch took all of Jerry's heart medicine. <laughs> this could be a. We're still trying to get the the urine smell out of the carpet. Yeah, that's that ain't going. Anywhere. Not going anywhere. <laughs> that sticks. Not with anything conventional. <laughs> Some illegal liquid. Yeah. Something made out of a lab that You're produced have to bring Johnny something Five from another country where the standards are a little bit lax. On you know quality. who probably could have done that for us? Who? Uh, Patch. Patch. Patch would have. He could have invented. He'd have come a spray. up with something. 
a Febreze type spray that would magically something magical, you know, make you fly and then also get the yeah the get, the piss smell out of your carpet from yeah. your drunken producer. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I think what people are all he's got to do is press the record button and not fall asleep. I think what people don't, what they're, what they're probably envisioning is just an odd smell, but really, it's more the volume. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I think it's, it's a lot. It's a complete saturation. I've got a shag carpet too. Like it's poor choice for my on my end. There's I gotta, a, I gotta, I gotta shoulder some of the responsibility here. There's a very thick absorbent pad underneath. <laughs> The uh, underneath the carpet as well. I mean, you you spared no expense. I mean, you several ju- inches thick. You hashtag John Hammond did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jurassic spared Park. no expense. Nope, not when it comes to my piss pads. Nope. Okay, so let's get on with this. That sounds like a product we could market. <laughs> John Hammond's piss pads. Piss pads. Spare no expense. Spare no expense. <laughs> Soak up your drunk producer. <laughs> his his accidents. I was gonna try. I couldn't carry that one all the way to the end with a, no, with a straight face. You could. You could. could do it if anybody. I could try. Thanks, Jerry. Mm. Thanks for stopping in. No problem. Okay. <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, so yeah, Rise of the Skywalker. Uh, yes. You know, it's 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 JJ. Um, I, everybody everybody seemed to like the Force Awakens. So you know, I, I think that this is going to be a satisfactory move. The the trailer is satisfying. Is oh my god, I did it. Satisfying. I did it. So satisfying. I just, oh, I just it was in your touch brain. it. You're ready. Just, oh, yeah. Slicing that sand. The trailer's phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. The trailer looks so good. Everything that they've, I mean, like, and I, I like that it doesn't feel like any of the trailers have just been like they're recycling all the same footage. Like, it doesn't feel like gratuitous. The first teaser kind of did. So some some of that. But yeah. I, I, I like because it, it feels like it has a good balance of not giving away everything mm-hmm. while still keeping each of the trailers kind of different enough that you feel like, okay. And they're continuing on with that, like, misleading. Yeah. Uh, like what's real dialogue. what's not yeah and with the whole ray like you know looking kind of evil and <sighs> could like she Sith have turned ray. not really turned? I don't think so i hope not i hope not because here's what i want with rise of skywalkers and i'm sure we'll probably do a review because it's yeah. just coming out in a few weeks yeah. and i uh, mean i can't i'm so excited you know i got the kid going and uh, we're seeing IMAX the whole the whole sh- the whole schmear, <laughs> yeah, but did someone say schmear? <laughs> I, I just I want I want redemption for Kylo Ren. Yes, I want Ray to not be evil. I want some sort of satisfactory uh, ending for uh, Luke. I'd like to see his Force Ghost character. Whatever, whatever's going to go on with that. I'd like to see the Force Ghost form a band and go on the road mm. like Obi Wan. And um, and get like young Obi Wan because yeah, the Force Ghost Five. Yeah, wait, how many Force Ghosts should there be? There's Yoda. Yoda. There's Anakin. Anakin. uh, Obi Wan. Luke. Luke. Both four. There needs to be a fifth, right? Am I missing one? R two. No, C three PO is gonna die. He's for sure, right? Because he has that lines like I'm just saying, looking at my friends. He's a robot. He's a robot. He could always come. He has no heart. No, (laughs) he's like the Tin Man. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the, the trailer doesn't show a whole lot, but, uh, but the, the score, the way that they've, John Williams has, he's done a whole lot with that Star Wars theme. To, and to pump that out nine times, nine plus times in different, nine variants. times, nine times. Yeah. I, I, I love the look of it. The movie looks 
beautiful, but it, it also has that lens flare goodness of JJ. Oh yeah, JJ's you got always space got horses racing along. Space horse, like a, some kind of star. You got all you got like that that scene in like the space with all the ships. My taking on the empire, my or the two, first order, whatever they're called now. They got met. You got. I guess. I guess it's the emperor in a mech suit or some crazy shit. It's Dom all Gleason, right? Is he still around or did he die? Uh, he's still around. He's still around. Yeah, yeah he's still around. It's been a he, minute since he, I watched. Yeah, he, uh, he he was still up in the uh, at at looking thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but no, the uh, the emperor is back. Of course, he's we back. know that. But but, but what what surprises are in store for us? There's gonna my, be some. My two favorite parts. Of of all the trailers that they've shown, mm-hmm. is Ray whipping the the lightsaber? Oh, through the tree, through like the cut the tree. Love that. That's cool. I was like, That's okay, cool. I dig that. Yeah, JJ knows how to make things cool. And then the the double lightsaber that I dig that. Yeah, I was like, okay, I absolutely love the meme too, where yes. like they had the Swiss Army. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the internet's so great. Love you, internet. I mean, you know, you've given us uh, satisfying, but you also give us that. You give us the Swiss Army saber. Um, I think my favorite scenes, like I, I like the way you know how you got like uh, they're, they're back on a desert planet of some kind. I don't know if it's um, Tatooine. I don't know if it's Tatooine or if it's Jakar. Jakar, yeah, or the where they found Ray. I'm guessing it's Jakar because it, it's probably going to end up where they where it started, but uh, it has like a strong like Empire uh, Return of the or not Empire Return of the, Return Jedi. Of the Jedi it has like a strong Return of the Jedi feel where they're like on those barges, and they got like the red sand like poofing and like I feel like that scene is going to be really ex- epic and exciting. Um, obviously, I think that scene with all of the different iconic Star Wars ships is going to be insane. It might be almost too much. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. is going to. Billy D. lost a few pounds. They didn't, you know, he's he's for sure in some sort of force girdle. He uh, <laughs> he played Harvey Dent in Batman. He did. Yeah, he was in. It all comes back to Batman. Batman. <laughs> We're talking Star Wars. <clears throat> multiple but things. I, I just, I, I feel like, you know, like I, I'd mentioned before multiple times, I, I for all of its problems, uh, Return of, or The Last Jedi had a lot of tingly moments for me. Like yeah. Just like the, the scene with the guards where, that was uh, where Kylo and, and Ray team up. And also uh, I, the scene where like the, the ship, like what's her name? Where Laura Dern and the ship goes through. Oh yeah. There's that cool, cool, really beautiful shot where, like, you know, like that scene, and then of course Luke when he does like the whole like he confronts the Kylo and his army. Like the, yeah. those three scenes were just so they were iconic. I'll I'll carry those with me forever. Like they felt like they belonged, they belonged in that the original trilogy. You know, so. And, and The Force Awakens was very satisfying. I know a lot of people accuse it as being like, you know, just a rehash. Uh, but but for where we came from with the prequels, it was so welcome. Well, and I think, I mean, one of the things that I've I've really tried to kind of ease up on myself, I mean, because when you, I mean, like we do the Rad Dads. Yeah. And we take movies that we watched and we loved when we were kids. And yeah. fortunately, just about everything we've done, we've watched, I think our kids have really enjoyed. Our kids are little too, so they're yeah. going to pretty much enjoy whatever we feed them. Yeah. But it's but it's but we're of, laying a foundation. One one of the things that I've really tried to come to appreciate a little bit more is, you know, um, the Return of the Jedi came out the year I was born. Um, mm. So I, I think I can still lay claim to the original Absolutely. trilogy. Yes, as, you, you may. That's the trilogy of my generation. Mm-hmm. But as I, I mean, the when um, when uh, Phantom Menace came out, nineteen ninety nine or was it two thousand? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I was um, I was still a Ute when that came out. Sure. Um, that that would have been your childhood Star Wars. Yeah. Trilogy. So I mean, I was, I was sixteen when that came out. So oh, okay. Well, sixteen, eighteen, twenty. So it was yeah. it was I mean, kind of in my you know um, later than childhood, but not quite adult. You're still living at home. You're not. Yeah. A, yeah. You're not on your own. You're not an adult. But but at, at the same time, it's when I was like, I still feel like if I'm going to pick a trilogy that I identify with as mine. Yeah. I mean, Star the original Star Wars was the one that was around when I was a kid, and that was the yeah. one that I watched. And it was always on TV. Yeah. And on, you had video, so. Even though you may not have been around and alive technically, when, but you were, you were, yeah. it, was, it was on constantly. Well, and and the thing, the thing was like with the the prequels because I mean I'll I'll crap at them a lot, but really and truly outside of Attack I, there's of the clones. there's con- there's continuity issues with some. I mean, like if you really want, I mean, like we've done that before. Like we we've done it as a joke, where it's like you could take you could take just about any movie, beloved or not, yeah. and tear it apart sure, if you really sure. want to get into it. Yeah, yeah. You could if you so, wanted to, as a, if you were a dick. Yeah, if you. Re- I, mean, I mean, it's not hard with Attack of the Clones because that's a shitty movie. It's not good. It's not good. It doesn't hold up. It's hard to watch. I recently if, revisited it with Disney Plus and their, you know, 4K tra- like. Ugh. <laughs> if you take out the Yoda Count Dooku scene at the end, it's yeah. completely unwatchable. I think. Who cares about this movie? Yeah, um, it's, I totally forgot about everything in that movie. There's well, there's so much about it that you, I mean, the acting on the part of Hayden Christensen is just I mean, I think it's as bad as you remember. It's it it really is. Well, like I mean, the the Phantom Menace. There's a lot about it that's fun. Yeah. There's a lot about it that's enjoyable. I, I, I say it's the best of the of the prequels. And we I was talking about it earlier today with uh, somebody else, and it's like part of the problem with one, two, and three is you're kind of pigeonholed. Like you still have a whole universe that you can play with, mm. but. At at some point, things have to connect to the stuff that's yeah. already there. So you have limitations with you can only have you can only so much fun. They got to you got to yeah. rein it back in in time. So, but it's it's when I was I'm like with the prequels and then the movies we have now, mm. I'm enjoying them at different parts of my life. But really and truly, it's like the fun that I had as a kid, the fun that we had as kids growing up and watching these movies. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody gets. That's what kids. That's what our kids can get out of. These, this, you know, the Abrams, Ryan, yeah. Johnson, Abrams trilogy. Right. That's their trilogy. I'm really stoked that, like, my son Logan, who was, uh, he'll, he'll be nine when he sees the new one. So he he saw him at five, seven, and nine. Yeah. It's like, man, that's it's almost the perfect age for being a star, have a Star Wars trilogy. Those so will be his. That's that's his. It's like we're here to enjoy them, and I think that's yep. the thing. It's like, there, yeah, there's things that would do different with the Last Jedi. There's you know, I could say that just with just about any movie. We've seen so many Star Wars movies at this point, and not not even just movies, but uh, t- cartoons and and you know, if comic or extended universe, if you're into that. I mean, there's we it's there's what, a lot there's of a content, lot, which is why I'm so impressed with the Mandalorian. Like they've managed to take all of the best of everything, and and so far in like five, well, I haven't seen the fifth episode yet, yeah. but through the first four, I've been like so impressed. I'm John Favreau, man. My, I tip fan. the cat to you once again. I loved. Um, so you've seen the fourth episode, yeah. And if you haven't, I guess I'll throw this up. Spoiler. Yeah, spoilers. Um, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <clears throat> Bryce Dallas Howard directed mm-hmm. episode four. Yeah. And I, I loved um, when the uh, chicken walker comes out of the woods. Mm-hmm. You see the two red. Oh, the red eyes. It's yeah. scary. It was because yeah. she directed it, so that was an homage to Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Jurassic yeah. World, when, or Jurassic World. Right, when right. she, and I, I see that now. I, I didn't like, notice it. I didn't I, think of that at the time. I love that. I was like that to me. I was like, oh, that totally made the episode for me. I was like, this is perfect. Love it. 
I like how too like they can take a thing like a chicken walker, which yeah. or which is an ATST, I guess. Yeah. They're they're so small and insignificant in the movies, but in an episode of The Mandalorian, it's it's the it's, big bad. Yeah. You know, like that's the whole story. You know, is defeating this one ATST. The one, yeah. But it, I like how they can take a small thing like that and and stretch it out and make it yeah. feel important. You know, like an ATST is cool. ATST had its moment in like Return of the Jedi with like the whole assault on the on the Endor, the moon of Endor. Yep. They were they played an important role. But then like after that they weren't important anymore. No. So here we go again. It's important. And 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 then the sand crawler in the second episode. Yep. Or no, that was the first episode actually. The sand yeah. crawler with the Jawas. I yep. love how epic they made the sand crawler. You know, like they really I mean those movies those episodes are expensive. They're like feature length budget. Anyway, they, they, you can still make a cool Star Wars yeah. thing, and there's a there's some good stuff coming out. Now. I'm I'm hoping because I know that they've talked about another trilogy that they're wanting to start up. I think in 2022. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is it still a Ryan Johnson thing? Though? Um, I, I don't know. It, if it's... it was going to be the um, uh, Game of Thrones guys. Yeah, and that's they, canceled. They now. exited. Yeah, they exited the project. Right. Um, I, I what I'm what I'm hope if that if any part of that's still on the table. What I'm hoping that they do is that they just pick a whole new aspect of. I mean, like you can bring you can bring familiar things to tie it into the Star Wars universe. But I would. Well, I would, they've also talked about Kevin Feige and all this stuff. Yeah, like how he could because they're all under the Disney umbrella. He could come in and and produce. You and know, if he got he's involved, stretched pretty thin nowadays. If but. he got involved, I think that would make a lot of people really happy. Seeing what he's oh, done. Oh, there's no question. Seeing what he's done with... Uh, Take that Marvel magic Marvel? And, and incorporate it into Star Wars. Even though Marvel movies aren't cinema. Whatever. Suck a dick, Scorsese. <laughs> Don't watch No, wait. The, was it Scorsese yeah. or something? Yeah, okay, okay. Don't watch The Irishman on your phone. Who's going to watch a three and a half hour movie on their phone? I did. I watched it on my phone. Well, Ron is. <laughs> I should have asked that and question. And I loved every second. I should have asked that question before uh, I asked that question. <laughs> We should have maybe rehearsed that a little I should bit. Have, I should have planned <laughs> We that. should have had a meeting. Who does this thing that I'm outraged by? No, no. Well, it's long. I watched some of it on my phone. I watched some of it like on my browser. I watched it all computer. in one sitting in, on TV. I watched most of it in like two settings, I think it was. So, uh, but it was great. I just I didn't I didn't I felt a little bit the three and a half hours, but I got to say I really didn't. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I know there's a lot of people that are kind of crapping on it, um, but I. I thought it was great. I don't I know. We're, we're we're soon going to have our best of 2019 yeah. list. I we're going to have to find some time to talk about that movie because I don't know if it's going to be on your list. I'm not sure if yet it's going to be on my list. I don't think it's on mine. Yeah, I've just I, about got. My I, list I'll have to give together. it some thought. I might, I might need to watch it again, but I really enjoyed it. It was great. I thought it's it was good stuff. And Netflix has got some good stuff out there. Okay, Netflix. Yeah. If you haven't heard of it, Netflix. Yeah, check it out. Uh, that spiraled way out of control. But yeah, Star Wars right. Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I'm so pumped. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's the movie I'm most excited about this year. You know, no, no uh, all due respect to Endgame, which feels like forever ago now. But yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is is going to be the end all be all for me. 20, 2019, I mean, looking uh, when I'm looking back on 2019, I feel like... 2019 was a pretty great year for movies. I think so, yeah. I mean, a lot of people look at 1999 as one of the greatest years in movies. Uh, 30 years later. No, 20 years. 20 years later. later. Another great year. That's a, yeah. 2020. Disney stuff. (laughs) But not all of it. I mean, you had like the Joker and, and, you know, things like that. So we had some great stuff come out. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Netflix had some solid movies on there. I I think there, I I do think there might be a Netflix movie on my list. 
Not sure yet, but maybe. Maybe. Okay. Uh, what's what's a shout out for you, sir? Uh, shout out. I'm I'm gonna. I hope it's my other shout out, so we can move on. <laughs> uh, I was um, my shout out. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out to Uncut Gems. Mm. I don't know if that's your other one or not. It's not, but it's the third. I, I wrote three down. That was my third. I want to know what your other one was now. Uh, 19, uh, no, 1917. I, 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 people are talking about it. It's really uh, I'm gonna, good. I'm going to have to see that one. Yeah. I wasn't, I, at first it was like, okay, war movie. Cool. I'll yeah. I didn't know. I, I, I love Sam Mendes and, yeah. but I wasn't sure about the story and I'm like, do we need another war movie? There is, do we have enough room? And it turns out we do. It turns out. Yeah, we, we probably do. There's do. a lot more room. There's, there's a, well, the thing about world war one, there aren't a lot of no, world war one movies. It's all world war two. Uh, so you know, and, and I feel I feel like I mean, I, other than Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> it's it's not, and, and it's not. In, I mean, like I know that it's not a hundred percent true, but it to me it kind of feels like um, I know there are war movies that have come out in my lifetime that are you know, like Saving Private Ryan. I think is probably one of the most contemporary classic war movies. Phenomenal. If, um, if you want to, but I, it it, feel, it feels like war movies were like the you know. Late fifties and like they made war movies. Torah, Torah, Torah. Yeah, like all the war yeah, movies yeah. came out in like the f- late fifties, sixties, seventies. That's when people. It was war like the movies. baby boomers, like yeah. thumping their chest. We're making war movies. We were in the war. Greatest like, generation. Yeah, right. So it's when I was like, I feel like that's when a lot. I mean, it's not that there haven't been war movies. All quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, Ernest Borgnine, great film. <laughs> Ernest, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's another great Ernest. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like I mean. One of the things I've noticed is I feel like as we, uh, because one of the things I had to realize is we're coming to the end of a decade as well. Yeah, it was like twenty nineteen. Where oh, it's the end, final end, year. Yeah. Oh, we got a month left in the year. It's like we got a month left in the decade too. It's like whoa. Good point. Good point. Oh shit, man, we got to do the best of the decade episode. Best of the decade. Woo! We got we can squeeze another ten. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we may have to, we may have to get a special guest in for that one. I think we could. Yeah, that's a that's a bit that's a big thing. Good good call, I wonder, my friend. I wonder if we could get. If we could get the white machete, I love what you're going. I love what you're thinking. I'm thinking. I love what you're thinking. If we can do it, I think. I think that's a. I think that's a perfect opportunity for the white machete. To the come. white machete may return for the best of the of the best 2010s. of the decades. That's great. Great idea. So, uh, but but yeah. So you want to talk about um, uncut gems a little uncut, bit? Uncut gems. Why I'm excited about this one. Um, Doesn't it just feel like a Netflix movie as well? It it, do, it does feel like that. I'm kind of surprised this is getting a big release. What I'm what I'm kind of excited about. <clears throat> and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try and remember to loop back around to this when I'm going through some of our feature presentation stuff. Okay, because it applies to a later point I'm gonna make as well. All right, um, I'll try my best not to to distract you. Well, it's with with Ad- Adam Sandler, like I f- it's it's kind of nice because I feel like um, this is like Sandler has done some serious movies through the years. Punch Drunk Love, Punch Drunk Love, yeah. Spanglish. Yeah, I forgot um, about that one, yeah. I'm trying to, I feel like there was maybe one more somewhere in there. Yeah, I think that might be. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's like, I mean, Punch Drunk Love was just really weird. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that, was, was that a Paul W.S. Anderson? It was, yeah. And it was just, it was like, I, I watched it a few times. It was just like, I want to like this, but I just it's feel got like. got Philip I, Seymour Hoffman in it. I was like, well, I love that. I'm like, well, there were, there were a number of names in it. I was just like, yeah, there I, were. I don't like this. And I, I feel like I should. Yeah. But I was just like, <sighs> it felt a little too Andersony. I guess sometimes some of the some of those movies that feel like they're just trying to because be he like, did Donnie Darko right. I'm um, trying to get my directors in in line here. Donnie Darko was uh, Richard. 
Oh, I can't think of his last name. Johnson. Richard Johnson. <laughs> Good old Ricky J. Ricky J. Um, well, but so what? Uh, oh, oh, oh Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. He, he did he, Boogie and Nights. He did Magnolia as yeah, okay, well. Okay, okay. So, that, he, so we're on the same page. He does, he does a lot of those, um, not necessarily weird for the sake of weird, but yeah. almost kind of. Well, Oscar Beatty type stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, weird. Yeah, it's like oh, off the beaten path, kind of like left to center type stuff. Yeah, let's quirky. Let's make he a does long, quirky, weird movie. I like quirky. Sure, there's there's a lot of times where I dig quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I love I love some off the beaten path kind of stuff. I mean, I, I think I think one of the things I like that we capture is I feel like you know because you know we stay pretty in tune with a lot of film news, and I feel like one. Of, I don't keep up with music anymore, but I still stick with me with movies. I think one of the things that I feel like a lot of critics really lack, um, and we're not professionally trained by any means. We just watch a lot of movies. I feel sure. like there's, I feel like the disconnect between a lot of your critics in a lot of professional capacities and your average moviegoer is kind of like a heart kind of quality, like you know the uh, the ring from the Planeteers, or just like a. <laughs> I'm more of a wind guy. There's there's a uh, there's a there's a part of it where it's like you know your average moviegoer that goes like this movie made me feel good yeah or this movie made me excited or this movie made me scared like just the kind of that quality of like yeah when I saw Green Book I wasn't immediately outraged yeah it was like <laughs> it's one of those where like what? I don't have to what <laughs> cool whip um, a white man and a black man can't be friends this is ridiculous <laughs> this is no, I, all darn ridiculous. <laughs> I was surprised by the blowback of that, but I just I feel like that's one of like I feel like we're kind of an everyman kind of critic for sure. Where it's like you know we don't just like to dump on we're a like lot of the stuff. IMDb score guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're like you know what this I mean unless something's just Audience really crap, score. Eh, you know yeah. we're we're pretty uh, up well, uh, a lot of stuff. It's why I like a Kevin Smith review. You yeah, know? Like he's he he tries to find the positive in almost everything. Like yeah, he he just doesn't. He doesn't find value in, in, in pointing out the the misgivings of yeah. things, you know. And and sometimes it's it sometimes it can be fun to to make lists of movies that were disappointing or yes, yeah. maybe even bad, but um not not to make you feel better. Yeah, like, like I'm, oh. I'm an accomplished critic. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna rip this movie to shreds. This There's movie nothing so redeemable simple. about this movie whatsoever. I can only I, like on one hand I can think of movies that I just feel like I find like no redeeming qualities whatsoever. The Beach Bum. <laughs> no <laughs> redeeming qualities. One of yours. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Beach Bum. Don't watch it. That's disappointing because usually he's entertaining at least at the very least. I watched him in Serenity too, which is more watchable but still not. I, I plan to watch that actually. It's mm. different. It was a how did this get made movie, and uh, th- those guys are usually pretty funny. Yeah, when they when they pick their flicks. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, I know what you mean. We're more like an everyman. Yeah, We're, we can find value in movies that are not for critics. Yeah, and I, Uncut Gems to me feels like one of those movies that critics I I think are going to be polarized. Some of them are going to say this is great, Adam Sandler, like we never seen him, and some are going to like this is. A- steaming pile of crap you know adam sandler should just make grown-ups three those are the kinds of things i feel like it's just going to be i like the idea of it because it feels like to me an adam sandler that's kind of grown up and is it feels it feels like when he did punch drunk love and when he did spanglish oh well there was the netflix movie he did right oh yeah yeah that might have been the other movie you were thinking about he because ben stiller so uh that movie uh that was the uh the meyerwitz chron uh, meyerwitz something or other Meyerwitz something or other um and i I liked that and then there was the other one he did with chris rock um the week of 
where their kids were getting married. I haven't seen that one. That was I thought that was I I feel like there's a grown up quality to Adam Sandler that I really enjoy now. Yeah. And so I I have um I have high hope. I mean, I know he he was joking uh, when he was saying, like, if I don't get an Oscar nomination for that, or if I don't <laughs> I'm going to make, like, a really make horrible the worst movie, movie yeah. you can ever see. Bring it on, Adam. Bring it on. It's like, wasn't that going overboard? Ooh. Ooh. He wasn't but really in no, it all that much. Not really, but. That might have been Jack and Jill. <laughs> oh, not so Swing good. and a miss. Ah, Dunkachino. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember a few years ago when Sony. Say hello to my chocolate blend. When Sony got hacked. And executive emails were coming out, and they're like, yeah. "Do we here at Sony just make crappy Adam Sandler movies now?" And I thought it was really funny because, like, they kind of yeah, do. They kind of do. Um, yeah, it's kind of so what they're what they were all I, about. I like the idea of Adam Sandler making a movie that you can get excited about, but not because he's Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. It's like, okay, right? I, I, it, well, I think he's a talented guy. Like, yeah. I never had any doubt. He, I think he just frustrates a lot of critics. Yeah, because you know he he has shown that he's capable of making critic friendly movies yeah he just chooses not to because he knows his fa- he knows his base better than anybody so he just makes movies for his fans and you know like well, screw yeah. you if that's not sad that that doesn't please you critic person who's just gonna you know you want just gonna make a movie to satisfy you so you just can move on a, to the next you know movie that you're gonna like hate on or love just take a long walk off a short pier you you critic I'm curious about this movie, but I don't know if I'm going to like the movie. It's, uh, it, it it almost has like a it's too it has a real hard edge to it. It does, it does, and it, uh, it's one of those uh, I'm I'm hoping because I feel like he took a little bit of a chance in it, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of putting I'm putting my money on Sandler on it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bet on you, and I hope this. It's one of those like I could see it very easily backfiring and not being good, but I want it to I want it to be good. Sandler had one of the greatest comedy specials the last decade yeah. come out recently on Netflix, and he he got a lot of positive, you know, f- you know, like feedback. Like he, a lot of people were back on the Adam Sandler wagon, and this is kind of the first thing he's done since then. Yeah. So I'm like, is, is this the project? I, you know, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. But yeah, so, but you know, 1917, 1917. Uh, Uncut Gems, and uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Did you have any others? Um, I, I think, you know, just some of the standard fair. I mean, like, I mean, Jumanji. Jumanji, yeah. Richard Jewell, a couple other ones. There, there's some stuff in there. Like, my kids are really looking forward to seeing Spy in Disguise. Um, not. No, I know you're not. You just do not like Will Smith all that much. I, I just, I mean, like, it's when I was like, I, at this point, it it bugs me because like there's Will Smith movies that I like, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, I've seen you, your hitch you, tattoo. You need to exit now. <laughs> we're 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 done with you. Thank right. you for your service. Thank you for your service. Thanks we, for funny. We, I mean, hey, Fresh Prince, love yeah. you. Love there's it. there's a lot of will. I mean, the first Independence Day was fantastic. Oh yeah, Men in Black was a total game changer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll I'll even give some props to Wild Wild West. I like, won't. not a great movie, but yeah. enjoyable Will Smith. That was the first dent in the Will armor right there, I that, feel like. That, to me, I was like, you know. <clears throat> I liked iRobot, though. I thought that was fun. iRobot was, was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I, I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know. Uh, Coming to, uh, made in America? Come on. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just. <laughs> Ted Danson in it, dude. Did it, on, and dog. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Six Degrees of Separation. 
You know, it's funny. I've never seen that. That was like his first big acting yeah. role. Like, oh, Will Smith. He's more than the Fresh Prince. He can. And then he, he went on being Fresh Prince for like 20 years yeah, after like, that. <laughs> fresh Prince it up. Yeah. I could maybe. But then then after he did 20 years of Fresh Prince, he did a whole like decades worth of movies. And yeah. I was just like, I, I will say the in, the Pursuit of Happiness like made me cry. Like that that was a really, really good movie. Yeah. Like that was emotionally like it, it bankrupted me when I saw that. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're going to move on into January. We're jumping into January. So uh, why, don't, why don't you give me your first? I, All right. I, now that I'm looking at I, I think I don't think we're going to do a lot of overlap here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I think there's one, maybe two that we could overlap on. Okay. On my list. Fair enough. Maybe, uh, maybe three. I don't That's know, possible. Maybe four or five. I don't know. One, um, one, one for sure. I think we'll overlap on one. Maybe two. That's my that's my prediction. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> so here's a fun little twist on our twist. segment that we have. What I'd like to do is when we when you, you call out a movie, we'll talk about it, but then let's try to predict its box office. Ooh, I like and, that. And then, you know, we'll come back and, like and we'll see who came the closest. I like that. All right. That is a fun little twist. Yeah, twisty. Twisty. Okay. All right. Do you, uh, so um, I have, oddly enough, because I, um, I adopted it from from a buddy of mine who's also a movie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he called it dumpuary because it was where <laughs> I like that uh, where studios but not anymore. studios I mean, would dump their movies and there's I mean there's a number of, I mean I had the Informer on my list but I've talked that up a how couple many times, of times have you pushed that back I was like it's finally coming out in January and <laughs> maybe I'm like, I'm, maybe I was like <laughs> we're gonna push it back to 2021 okay I, I thought for sure you were gonna have that on your list I was like all right I can't I can't do I, like I'm I'm still excited to see it but I can't put it on my list. Okay. Just because. Okay. I was like, this Just is a little a, redundant. The point is here to highlight I'm going to waste yet another yes. slot on this. I was like, because I don't know if it's going to come out. But I, it's got your dude in it. You got to see it. You got to see it. I was like, I don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> but when it does, go see it, please. At least a year it's been pushed. Yes. Um, Which is never a good thing. No, it doesn't usually bode well. <sighs> but I do love Joel Kinnaman. I know you do. Shout out to Joel Kinnaman. You're hot for Joel Kinnaman. Yes. Not in a sexual way. No. Just Not like hot for teacher. Just... <laughs> You hot, got it bad. Got hot it bad. in a in a in a in a platonic. You're an way. enthusiastic for yes, his movies. I am, um, except for Suicide Squad. But that's different. Um, <laughs> I was about to say that. Uh, but I beat you to it. You did. Uh, do Do you want me to go by date? Um, no, you, I didn't. You I didn't rank. I, I didn't rank these. I did not. I stayed rank. away from ranking. Uh, yeah, let's go by date. Let's All do right. that if we can. Okay, so I, I have two. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick this one. Let's hit these up chronologically. Yeah. This one comes out on January 17th. Okay. My first two come out January seventeenth. Oh, okay. Um, but this this one is I think a little bit lesser known. Uh, it's called The Last Full Measure. It's a war movie. Okay. Um, and uh, it, I have that on the twenty fourth. I have it the seventeenth. I don't know. One Maybe of those, one of those two dates. Now I need now I need to check because I I may look like a fool. I may look foolish here. It, it doesn't matter. It, it matters it, to it, me. It, within that two week period, it's coming out. <laughs> Somewhere in January, this movie. I keep telling people movies are going to come out, and they never come out. They're so coming. who knows? They're coming. Um, but this one, this one to me, like because it's coming out in January, and I mean, you're talking like you know a little over a month from now, this movie's coming out. It's another war movie. And I, I think I think the, I think part of the thing about January movies is I feel like they're never really pushed all that much. I think that's the thing is like movies that come out in January, like here it is. It's just we well, got like movies. your friend said, dumpuary. Yeah, I was like, here's movies. Want to see them? Mm-hmm. They didn't have faith to put it in December or the summer. Like the yeah. two, the two sweet spots for the film industry is summer and Christmas time. And 
or November or whatever, you know, like that that month. I uh, in in com- in compiling this list, I got to say one of the things that I was kind of surprised about because I feel like ever since Black Panther came out a couple years ago, yeah. I feel like that's given a lot more credence to February yeah. as a as oh, a, yeah. an opening it's, month. It's like the start of the summer season. Almost. I, I feel like February has kind of morphed into this. If you have something decent that comes out in February, you can really capitalize. It's far enough past the holiday season where people will, you know, like it's winter. It's like the new May, which yeah. was June. You know, like now, it's just gets keep pushed, pushed, pushed. It's, but it's smart. Yeah. If you have something you have a lot of faith in, and you know people are going to see it, spread it out, man. Don't don't do what Star Wars did and put Han Solo, the Han Solo movie, like a couple months after. No. You know the friggin' Last Jedi, which yeah. so many people were like. Kind of, it was poor timing. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, talk about this movie. It's, well, it's got Christopher Plummer and it's Samuel L. Jackson, it's, Sebastian Stan. It's got it's got a lot of big names. It's uh, it really does. And so William Hurt, um, Ed Harris. The list goes on and on and on. Bradley Whitford, Whitford, Whitford. Um, so, so this is is this one of those true story movies? Yeah, it's uh, there's uh, and I forget um, William H. Pitsenbarger Jr. Um, he's awarded the Medal of Honor for his service and actions on the battlefield, but there's there's some kind of discrepancy. Um, there, uh, uh, Sebastian Stan, he's he's um, sent to dig into this. Like, why? Why? There's something lingering here that didn't happen. Yeah. Why, why didn't? Why this don't happen? we know more about this? Guy? Yeah. And Christopher Plummer plays his dad. Yep. And so he goes, and he's he's trying to dig up what happened. Um, Sam Jackson plays, I think, his commanding officer um, in their wartime. And so he's getting. He's, I do love me some Samuel oh, Jackson as a commanding officer. He's, in a war he's movie. great. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I think that's one of those things. I'm like, this cast. I'm like, I could see where they just kind of threw this together. But it's like, it's still a really good cast. I mean, like, yeah. it's Diane Ladd too. We didn't mention her. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of people in this movie. They're like, I want to see this movie. Are they, so is he dead by the time that he's investigating? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, I noticed there's no adult actor playing him. Oh, look, it's got Michael Imperioli in it yeah. too. For crying out Christopher Moltisanti for you uh, Sopranos fans. Yeah, you Soprano. yeah, if you love Sopranos. But there's, I mean, Peter freaking Fonda. Is this his last movie? It could be. Yeah, Jesus. If things don't go well. well he's dead. <laughs> things didn't go <laughs> he's well. for sure dead. <laughs> you could, well, that didn't stop him with Grand Moff Target. That's what I'm saying. You could, put, you could put That's him. That's true. No one's just like they you could say put him in more movies. Movie. Like, no one's ever really gone. But if they're we like, got CGI. If they're like, well, we don't really want Peter Fonda in any more movies. <laughs> like, that's convenient because he's also deceased. <laughs> so we're done with him. You're in luck. Um, he's not. But there's there's some intrigue. Um, yeah. There's There's, there's going to be a twist in There's a twist. There's yeah. Why don't people, why aren't we talking about him? What's, what's the secret there? And it, it feels like this... Uh, uh, this it it has kind of that uh, military thriller kind of, um, and w- when Sam Jackson, it reminded me of the movie Basic, mm-hmm. just in that aspect of, as that was when uh, Sam Jackson and and uh, John Travolta reunited after their uh, their time together on Pulp Fiction. It's funny you mentioned that because you know what movie it kind of reminded me of was like the general's daughter the general's daughter a little bit you know like there's, there's some, some there's intrigue. some yeah there's some there's some cover up going what's on going here. on here yeah hmm. probably not a lot of rapey stuff in this one though maybe, oh, maybe fingers crossed fingers no. crossed for rapey stuff <laughs> seems like that would be <laughs> that'd be rough a sex dungeon maybe that'd be ooh, yeah. the kennedy sex tunnels that would be a bad 
<laughs> that would make for a bad movie. But but this is Vietnam, right? This is Vietnam. Vietnam War. We, have, we haven't had a Vietnam themed war in a, quite some time. Yeah, probably since Full Metal Jacket. Um, no, that's not true. Well, there was that Mel Gibson movie too. We yes, were we were soldiers. Great movie. That was a great. That movie. That wasn't bad. I really enjoyed that, that napalm movie. scene. <laughs> I didn't like that. That was a tough one. It was. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that it's one. Um, when I was going through, I'm like, okay. Uh, I did not anticipate in doing January through March finding the majority of my films in January, but this one, and I, again, it's a, if it comes out the 17th or the 24th, you're talking a little over a month from now, and I don't feel, I mean, as much as I, I go to the movies, as much as I watch movies, I, I think I think the first time I heard about this, when I went to see Jojo Rabbit the other day, mm-hmm. and it was preceding that, I'm like, I've seen, uh, when I, I saw Midway, and I don't think this trailer was before it. I, I just heard of it when I was researching the show. Yeah. yeah so, I was like, what's this movie? This looks interesting. It's got a good cast. <clears throat> and the trailer looks interesting. Yeah, looks interesting. So... That's it uh, was a consideration for me. It wasn't no. on my list, but it was a consideration. And that's one of the things that works out well with us is <laughs> we bring we bring you a lot of good content here. Balance. Balance it out. Give you a balance. It's like a part of a balanced breakfast. <laughs> that's right. Um All right, so what's what's your number 1 but your that, first. Yeah, that's that's a good call. So, oh, but we got to do the box office. Oh, the box office. All right. Um, so here here are the movies. Let, let's just let's just say for argument's sake that it does come out on the seventeenth. Okay. So the seventeenth has Doolittle, Bad Boys for Life, and a movie called Weathering with You. So I think that it's gonna eat. It, it's gonna it's gonna get lost. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say. Well, it's your movie. You you take first crack. Let's do um, opening weekend. Opening total, weekend. Total cum. Domestic, um, not international. Opening weekend domestic. Uh, I'll give it seven million. Feels like feels like where I want to land on that. I wonder what the budget is. Budget on this bad boy is. I'm sure IMDb is going to tell me. Uh, Todd, Todd Robinson's the director. What has he done? White Squall and not much else. He's a writer. Is this his first directing movie? I don't know. So, budget, 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 budget. Where are you? Budget, budget. Who's got the budget? It's not telling me. I'm going to see if Box Office hmm. Mojo has it. Well, you know they're like owned by IMDb now. They don't. They're not. It's not as good and reliable. Like I, I'd, friendly a site. I as noticed. I noticed when they shifted their. Um, it doesn't have that old nineteen ninety six. I don't. I don't like anymore. it as much anymore. I don't I'm either. Like I'm like. I, I like, like the way that it looked before. I don't did. change. I like that. I'm an old man. Don't change. In my day, we liked it. That's a paddling. That's a paddling. Well, you know, I, I'm gonna guess the budget on this thing is like eighty mil. You know, yeah, a war movie is not cheap, and it's a pretty good cast. Uh, and it's and it's not even going to be considered for Oscars, so it's really this is a weird movie. It's like it's not like they can even really promote this as an Oscar-y type movie. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say even less. I'm gonna say five million. And what what would you say the total on that is? Uh, I said seven. Yeah, you said seven, but what do you think for the total run of that? Total run of just domestic? Just domestic. Because let's face it, this movie's not going to play well overseas. No, anyway. it's. Um, it, I'm going to say it pulls in total. I'll be optimistic say 21. Ooh, that's optimistic? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, because most movies nowadays get most of their box office in the first week. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it'll drop off. And I, I think it'll have a little bit longer legs. Like I think it'll do around four or five million for three or four weeks. So yeah, I'll say twenty million. Twenty million for me. Yeah, this is this isn't telling me this stupid box office mojo. You're not telling me anything. And you know, like even though it has a good cast, there's not a huge star in this thing. I mean, Sam no. Jackson's probably the biggest star. And Sebastian Stan, he's your he's your driving force yeah. in it. Which you know, what is he from? He's Bucky. He's Bucky. He's, he's a Marvel. He's movies. a supporting character. Hmm. I'm sure some William Hurt fans will come out. They'll come out and support Bradley this movie. Whitford fans. Yeah, no doubt. You know Diane Ladd. I mean, she's sexy. So she's hot. no Diane Weist. <laughs> okay, so my first movie. Um, I mean, opening the same weekend, uh, Bad Boys for Life. Uh, the long rumored, hotly anticipated yeah, sequel to Bad Boys Two. Uh, you know, I I know I know how you feel about this. You know, Will Smith in particular in this movie also. I, but I mean, the trailer looks fun. Uh, and I, I think I thought there was enough Aladdin goodwill from that to, to 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 you know make this a hit. But after Gemini Man, now who knows? Maybe Spies in Disguise will bring some of it back. I don't know. I mean, he's maybe maybe he's just in that stage of his career where he's like you know good bad good bad. But Gemini Man was a disastrous flop. Yeah. Ang Lee is just like oh god, why'd I go with this? Yeah. But I mean, I, I think this is a this is the kind of movie in January that I could see uh, doing good business um, because there there aren't a whole lot of movies like this. This feels like a summer box box office movie, popcorn flick in January, and it, it's got most of the cast coming back. You know, you got Joey Pants, you got uh, Martin Lawrence, you got Martin Lawrence. Uh, and, and it doesn't look cheap. That's the thing. Like, I don't think it looks cheap. I think the stunts look pretty good. It feels, it feels on par. And I'm assuming Jerry, or I'm assuming Michael Bay is part of this thing. Uh, the directors are, uh, I, I, who was this? Adil L. RB? I, I, I don't know. This is not you, Bowl. <laughs> I, I don't even know who this guy is. So the director, I've never heard of before. That's, that's no good. Uh, but it, it at least Michael Bay's got to be some somewhat attached to this thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know any of these other people. <laughs> this um, so they got they got three they got three of the big actors. I I, I was just I was looking at because what this reminds me of uh, a lot. Jerry Bruckheimer is a producer. Uh, Will Smith actually got producing credit on this. This this one reminds me a lot of no Michael Bay Triple <laughs> X the Return of Xander Cage which also came out in January it it has a very similar feel that's fair um, that's fair when I went to see that movie in theaters because I did and I own that movie because <laughs> I have a sketchy history of good and bad decisions you own the Punisher um, on DVD I own every Punisher on DVD <laughs> uh, Dolph Lundgren uh, Tom Jane right the Dolph Lundgren version yes. that's what I'm joking about. It's a great film. I don't know why that would be a joke because it's an amazing film. Lou Gossett Jr.'s <laughs> in that movie. Of course. Great film. That's like got one half of Iron Eagle right there. You know? Great film. Um, Enemy Minds. Yes. Um, I love that. 
But when I went to see this, when I went to see Triple X Return of Xander Cage, yeah. uh, that I was one of uh, four people in the theater. <laughs> okay. It was opening me. weekend. Uh, I don't. I've, I don't remember when I saw it. I, I mean, you got to give a little context. Here. It, like, it, if it's like the cheap movie night, Tuesday night, if you go see a movie, like I, I, I tend to see a lot of movies on those type of nights. You're not going to have a packed house necessarily. I was one of four. Okay. I was one of four people. Opening weekend but in an IMAX. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if. I mean, like, uh, Vin Diesel does not necessarily have the same credibility as Will Smith. If he's not in a car, well, he was probably in a car. In he movie. was in a car. Okay. He was in several cars. He, he did he have he, a any and he had a ragtag crew of, yeah. of misfits. Donnie Yen was in the movie as well. Oh, Donnie Yen. Tony Jaa. Tony Jaa. I don't know um, who he is. <laughs> he's a martial arts guy. Oh, okay. Well, I like Donnie Yen. Um, Ian's good stuff. That was that was what I found to be really entertaining about the movie is the two best characters in the movie, Vin Diesel and Donnie Yen. Uh, I think Vin Diesel uh, was forty nine and Donnie Yen was fifty three. And I'm like, this action packed extreme sports movie. The two most compelling characters in hey, this movie. Those two silver are, foxes can are still old kick some fellas. Ass. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. They're old fellas. Well, you and got, I was like, you got like. Cam wrangles and stunt doubles and stuff. <laughs> they were knocking it out. Yeah, knocking it Donnie out. Donnie Yen does not use a stunt double. I guarantee you. Uh, but I'm I'm using I'm using that for my base. So you're calibrating it. I'm calibrating yeah. bad boys on the same scale. I think bad boys will do a hair better. Uh, they're, they're I mean, I I know a few people who've been you know uh, clamoring for this sequel for some time. Jada Pinkett does not count. <laughs> And Martin Lawrence's kids don't. Jada and I are friends. We are good friends, and That's his fine. weird kids. That's fine. We are like his kids this. are very weird. They are super strange. Super weird. They are like super freaks, but strange. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, 32 million. Open. Uh, I'm going. I'm going 20. That's not bad. I'm going it's 20. Respectable. Because that was all of that's going to pay Will Smith, and then whatever's left, <laughs> they get the scraps. I th- I think I think with something like this, I think it'll do well internationally. Yeah. Um, I think that's because even when I was looking at it, will uh, do well internationally. It'll do well internationally. Triple uh, X uh, total run made about forty-five million. Um, I th- I think I think there's enough other things competing against this in January that I feel like uh, an overall domestic box office. I-, I feel like it taps out at forty, but that's hmm. uh, I'm trying to be objective. There's there's one other large release which I'm guessing is your other movie that you're you are correct. Uh, it's going to be competing with that, but I'm 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 looking at the next two weeks, and there's Jack and shit playing for the next couple of weeks. There's yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, there's so whichever of the movies wins is going to have a healthy run for a couple of weeks. I think I think it's going to be Bad Boys. I really do. So I'm I'm going to go 75 million on a low end with a high of 82. I like it. I, I don't think it's going to quite crack 100, but I think it's going to do very respectably for a January movie. Yep. And, and you know, in, 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 the Wils, in the Bad Boys trilogy, it's going to be a disappointment because, I mean, those other two movies made a lot of money. I'm, but they are also released at the height of those yeah. actors' popularity, and they were summer movies. And they have Michael Bay. Well, so Michael Bay, like, love him or hate him, he's, he, you know, he's going to bring it. That's, that's one of the things that I'm, that I'm curious about this because I, I think it'll be very telling is how much of the bad boys um, fandom exists in this kind of perpetuity that they will say, all right, I'm excited because this feels like one of those movies that, um, you know, if the, if opening week, if the movie itself is not strong, 
after the opening weekend buzz, yeah. if people are like, it's no bad boys or bad boys too. If that <laughs> right, if, right. if that's the tone of it, and people yeah. are like, uh, if that gets out, I think the tone they're going for in the trailer at least is right on point too. Because like, yeah. they're they're not taking it too seriously. You know, like they're they're really playing up the age of the characters. Yeah. And uh, you know, like Martin Lawrence, I, I think all of the tone is just right. So if if the movie is just decent, I think it'll satisfy its fans. And there's just enough new fans like Will Smith. He, you know, he's people still know who he is. Yeah. He's all over Facebook. He's got like you know he's, his show on he's Facebook. Got a presence, Watch. right? So I mean, he still he can still bring an audience in. So there, there's going to be a little bit left. I, I think Spies in Disguise will be a moderate success. I think I think because it, to me it's when I was like looking at it and not necessarily just uh, you know i i don't i don't hate the guy i don't hate his body of work it's yeah. one of it, it, it there's a part of it to me where uh, one of the you're things, just like enough is enough right one of the thing yeah. it, i think that's the thing is like one of the things that does bug me is like okay i mean like with well, robert downey jr robert downey jr made some he made some uh, great films when he was younger mm-hmm. um got into some trouble kind of faded away from existence yeah. and he was able to make this reemergence. we've seen this from a couple i mean i think woody harrelson's another kind of he's, yeah he's one that's felt like he's kind of come around again and for Will Smith, to me, I don't feel like he was ever gone. I think Sam Jackson's another good example yeah. of this too. Like, dude, dude's been around. And for, I mean, he was Sam. I Jackson, mean, he was in Goodfellas. And Sam like, Jackson was making movies for a little while there, where yeah. I was like, uh, you can tell people no. You don't have to be. I'm like, when they call you, like, hey, we're making Jumper with Hayden Christensen, or like, uh, no, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, uh, well, yeah. there was a, there was a joke on like NBA. Like they were uh, one one of the analysts for an NBA because you know like Shaquille O'Neal was an analyst for NBA. Yes, and. Uh, I think it was like Kenny Smith or someone like said they joked. He's like, when Shaquille O'Neal answers the phone, he just answers, "I'll do it." Yes, like that's Sam Jackson to me. Yeah, and bring, I'll do it. I'm there. <laughs> and for a while there was like, you know, it seemed like if he kept doing that, it was like, are we're going to be done with Sam Jackson? And the thing about Sam Jackson is like he's, he's too damn he's, appealing. Seventy? He's in his seventies. Yeah, now, isn't he? he's up. I was there. like, I mean, because I watched Shaft a couple weeks ago, and I was like, this is fun. Yeah. It's not great, but yeah. it was fun. I like Sam Jackson. The dude's I, I one of my favorite movies from the 90s, uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. I mean, yeah. he's so damn good in that. I, I think with Will... I don't want to say it's one of my favorite movies, but one yeah. of my favorite, uh, like, um, you know, below the, like, radar well, type Yeah, things, one of those you know? Sam Jackson movies that a lot of people don't think of. Sure. Because, I mean, it is. It's a fun, good movie. Yeah. Um, but I, Rennie I, Harlan, like, the last good thing he did, probably. <laughs> I feel like with Will Smith, I'm just like, you know... I feel like he made enough crappy movies that we just say, okay, thank you. We will remember. <laughs> I like good- how you put that. <laughs> thank you for your service. We, you made you made a number you were of movies. Fin- you had an amazing run in the 90s. We will revere your contributions for years to come. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I mean. Just stop. We, the, this, is, this is enough. We're good. I, don't, I think he's going to keep going. He looks. It's like Eddie Murphy's another one of those actors that just keeps coming back. You know, like. Like can't can't you just keep making good stuff? We know you can make good stuff. Which he, he they've they've already teased, and I think it's a real thing that they're going to make another uh, Beverly Hills Cop movie, which makes me happy. Oh, I hope so. I, I hope really, so. I'm I, looking I, forward to that. They, they need to they need to atone for three. Yeah, that sucked. Okay, well, all right. What's your next flick? All right. So uh, you you said topping out around forty million. Yeah, with twenty million. Okay. Yeah, twenty million opening weekend. All right. I think. 40 so that million. would be a disappointment, but you know. I, I'm I'm gonna bank on the fact that I I think um, you think your next movie is gonna do better. <clears throat> I I think Doolittle, which is my other one coming out on the 17th. Yep. Um, I think Doolittle. Um, they're they're very different audiences. 
Um, and I, I think I think one of the things Doolittle will pull in, and I'm hoping I, everybody. I mean, everybody still loves Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's when I was like, because he hasn't had that streak where it's like people are like, yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has made some movies. I like. I think he, it's not like everything he does turns to gold, but I kind of feel like you know. This is one. This is one. This is one of those movies. Like uh, I feel like there's a lot of actors that they'll do big studio movies and then to feel. We're like, waiting to see what he's doing after Iron Man. This is yeah. his post Marvel yeah. career, and there there's it's, and I think it's a weird choice. It's it's different. It it reminds me. It feels similar to like his Sherlock movies. I feel like this is kind of the genre that he goes to, like when a lot of other actors will do theater, like they'll go and like, oh, I'm going to go do something on Broadway for a, a year or two, or I'm going to, like, I want to do something that brings is me back. Is this a to, Disney movie by any chance? I don't know. I, it has the feeling of it, but yeah. at the same time, it's I, I don't well, feel here, like it's here's advertised. Here's the cast. The, the cast is great. It's got Tom Holland, Rami Malek, fresh off an Oscar win. Yeah. Uh, Emma Thompson, uh, Ray Fiennes. Uh, Marion Cotillier, whatever the yeah. French chick that you know, like Selena Gomez. I mean, Antonio Banderas, Octavia Spencer, John Cena. These are all going to be like animal voices. Their voices, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. You're probably not going to see many of these other actors no. other than you know, well, like yeah, even Tom Holland's going to be an animal. I bet. I, I think I think whatever whatever box office that uh, um, the Bad Boys is going to pick up. That's that's going to pick up your. I mean. There's there's very different demographics. It's not, I don't think that they're necessarily. Bad Boys is going to get teens, yeah. and fans of the original yeah. series. I just don't know who this is for because it's a January movie. This, why didn't this come out during Christmas time? It, it, it feels it, like a Christmas. It time feels movie. like it should be a family movie that comes out at Christmas time. And I, I'm just wondering if if I don't know who put it out, but it it feels like they may have had other things on the slate they wanted to put out ahead of this or maybe maybe they're just uh, it's one of those like because the landscape of you know what we you know when when you think oh january is dumpy this <laughs> could be one of those are like okay well if if most of the others because obviously i think there's a part when if they're putting it up against bad boys i feel like there's a confidence level there that says we think this could really uh, go up against that because yeah. a lot of times you see that with studios where they're like, oh, we're going to oh, release this. Oh, they do this. that, yeah. Counter-programming, oh, no. yeah. We don't want to release it's this. It's not even counter-programming. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know. I, You know, I, I, respe- I respect you and like I know like you have a really good feeling for a lot of things but like I just, ha- I got to it's, call it's it a my, gamble. you got it's Tom Holland, call it my spider senses. I got a bad feeling about this It's one. It's a gamble. Um, I saw the first trailer and I did not feel compelled to see it after the first trailer at least. You know? Yeah. And I love Robert Downey Jr. I, I enjoy all the quirky shit that he I, used to do. I think that's I think that because one of the things I wish they would have done in marketing this because they haven't really marketed it very no, well. Not really. Um, th- there's because really, where do you put it? I don't think it's Disney. Like there's I, there's not a lot of saturation on any kind of marketing on it. Um, which you know that's it's what directed was, by Stephen Goggin, who did. He has let's see he did a movie called Gold, which I think is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, uh, yeah. and he's done, he's got some writing credits. He he wrote he was a writer on Traffic, okay, and Syriana. This is weird. Well, this is a little bit of a this departure from strange. That. Yeah, I liked Syriana. Also, no, no, they were good movies. I didn't care so much for Traffic. Yeah, he was a, he, w- he was a partial writer on the Alamo. I'm where, where I'm where I'm putting my money on this gamble because yeah. I will I will I will openly admit it is a gamble. Yeah, I don't think this is a surefire thing. Yeah, I'm gambling on the fact that in late January, <laughs> in the time before one of my other films that comes out, 
that they're going to try and capitalize on whatever family money they can. Um, I, I th- this is only a second directing credit. I I th- I think, um, and I'm going to be. But that I'm, doesn't mean shit. I mean that you know. Yeah, it's it's always nice when you got somebody that's helmed a couple of right, other things. Right, right, right. Uh, doesn't mean somebody. Oh, hey, new- you know what? The director was born in Louisville, Kentucky. So, hey, well, there you go. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> homeboy. <laughs> I'm. Uh, it, it's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and be. Uh, I'm optimistic. Okay. Uh, and and not necessarily just in, in direct response um, uh, out of pure negativity towards bad boys. I'm gonna say, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> my hope is that this takes number one. I don't of, the, of that weekend. Um, so because I, I estimated bad boys would get 20, I'm going right. to go 25 on, I, I don't think it edges it out by a lot, but I think they take the, I, I just, I feel like late January, you're still far enough away from Christmas that people are like it's cold out. It's winter. What do we do? Let's go yeah. see a movie and sure. see family. See Doolittle. Okay. That's my, and I would say <clears throat> full run because this is, this is, this one's going to bump up against stuff that's coming out in February. So I don't think it's going to have a long if the word of mouth doesn't kill it out of yeah. the, out of the gate, it could maybe do well. I I think I think uh, that's going to be the thing though. Are, is are people going to yeah. like say this? Because uh, if I I think if it has a strong overall run, it's going to be uh, like it's going to take some time. Yeah, it's it's going to have to it's going to have to have some legs. I think that's. Yeah. I, I think if this movie to well, me, Doolittle's actually good. Like it's going to need that kind of thing. It's you know? it's what it's what it needs. It needs a Greatest Showman. If oh, it turns yeah. if it turns out to be like a Greatest Showman kind of movie where people are like, have you seen this? God, if, have, if it only had Zendaya in it. Yes, if, if they should have got Zendaya. You got Tom Holland. You got connections. Yeah, he could have made a phone call. He made a drunken phone call to the Marvel Universe, and they <laughs> they got Spider-Man back in there. Uh, he could have called Zendaya. He could have texted Zendaya. Yeah, you could have done that. I mean, it's this is his old lady, right? But I, I feel like if there's enough fun and enough magic and enough good stuff in Doolittle and you get that word of mouth, I think it could have legs to last. It, it, it'll stop making a lot of money after a few weeks. If it stays in theaters through end of February... I think you could see it top out in a similar kind of range as, as your estimation for Bad Boys. I think domestically it could maybe make 75. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go 75 if it's got the legs. If it falls out from underneath it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have egg on my face on that one, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bank on Iron Man. I'm, that's okay. Bank on Iron Man. That that's cool. That's what I I think we're kind of flip-flopping a bit. Yep. I, I'm I'm going to say Do it. Do it, man. 12 million. That's fair. I think it's going to be twelve million, which is probably generous. I, I and, and I'm going to say twenty three for the total. I'm I'm going. It's it's one, like I I think what's nice is I think you know in this roulette wheel, yeah. You you've chosen I've chosen red and you've chosen black. Right. That's not a racial thing. That's <laughs> not. I just wanted to put that out. there. Hey, I'm like Wesley Snipes. Yes. Um, always always been, been on, black. on black. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think that's one of them. I think will do well, and the other one will. Um, the winner is going to have some weeks to yeah. clean up on. So it's it's going to it's or it'll be a dismal p- yeah. box office. For it's a either going to bam or it's going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. So you know, inter- that's really interesting. Is our first kind of difference. Look at that. You know, we'll see how that goes, and, like and we'll Siskel revisit it. We'll revisit it uh, when, whenever we can. We'll yes. see if he was right. And I, I like Robert Downey Jr. I wish. I wish. 
I'm, I, w- I hope it's good. And I had high hopes when I heard that he was doing a do little movie. I was like, oh, cool, whatever. I, I think that I f- it feels like to me that's where they have their that's what they're banking on. They're banking like, on even the, the logo looks generic. Like the, the fact that the, the fact that Robert Downey Jr. they're going name on that. They're, they're going all. They're in banking on, on. Yeah. They're going all in on name on that. People they should have just put. Iron Man is Doolittle. Because <laughs> this, what this reminds me of, yeah. what was that movie with Rene Russo, Buddy, where it was her and that gorilla? Mm. That That's what that reminds me of, her and, and, and a, a gorilla named Buddy. Here's the sad thing. I These types of movies aren't cheap. No. It, it kind of like, what was the uh, Steve Carell, Noah, like Noah's Ark? Oh, uh, Evan Almighty. Yeah, kind of, to me, it has a feel like, it, like it had, if it has a big budget, I don't know, because that movie had a gener- like a ginormous yeah. budget and crashed big time. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I haven't seen it, but I mean, it, I, I, was, I, I wasn't hating it. on it or anything. I, I just, loved it. I never got a chance to see it. Uh, but it, it was the same character yep. from Bruce, from Bruce Almighty. Almighty. Yeah, so like I was like, this is a strange spinoff. It is. I think that's the only reason I didn't see it. Like Steve Carell wasn't quite the name as he is yeah. now, and you know it didn't have uh, Jim Carrey in it. It didn't well, have anything to do with the Bruce character. And, and it's like, it's one of those. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind a of, weird thing to bet on. <laughs> it's kind of a hard. Uh, it's it, you know even the stuff that Steve Carell was in was a very different flavor. You know, like, you know, he had that, I mean, like, he wasn't big when they did had Bruce he did, Almighty. Had he done 40-Year-Old Virgin yet? I think he had. Maybe. Okay. But it's like, that That was kind of like, he was kind of in that group. It's like, that was, if you were going to see him. He was him, for sure doing The Office. He was doing The Office. You're yeah. like, you know, when you're like, oh, you're, you're kind of like, but he shouldn't be doing family movies yet. <laughs> yeah. He should still be doing like. He's still Michael Scott, huh? He should be doing Judd Apatow movies. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he do any more? So, Yeah. All right, moving on to the next. So now we're on to your number three, or number two. Number two. two, yeah, it's my number. You've you've done two, and I've done one. So yeah, okay. So okay. my my number two is um, um, coming out the following week. It's the it's the Guy Ritchie, the gentleman. Ah, that one's on my. I I I'm in the mood for a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, and and January feels about right. It's got a really interesting cast. Uh, I, I like Hugh Grant, not as his typical. Like he, I love that. Yeah, I, I like that Hugh, like him being that type of yes. character. Oh, such a good idea. Matthew McConaughey always makes interesting choices. This, this not in the beach bum. <laughs> yeah, but no. I, Colin Farrell in this kind of role is always fun, uh, and you got the the one guy who, Charlie Hunman. Yeah, he looks really. I, I think he looks awesome in this. I I think one of the things, and I'm I'm hoping this is it, because I feel like they keep trying. I mean, I never watched that Sons of Anarchy show, yeah. but I think he was. I think he did. But he was in. But he was in that uh, the Pacific Rim. Yep. Which was a big hit, but he got no love. For I that. I feel like they keep trying to find a vehicle for him that really elevates him to the to the forefront, and yeah. it, it, they just haven't. I'm hoping something like this does some good for him i don't, I don't think this will do it i don't th- yeah I'm, I'm in the but, same but boat. maybe it'll maybe it'll get him some attention at least yeah because because uh, he's he's a compelling kind of guy because he was in uh, king arthur as well which didn't do oh well. that's right oh yeah that was a horrible that did play. not do well yeah. um uh and some some of those like king arthur and tarzan and a, a lot of those stories that are just kind of out there in the public domain mm. somebody remakes one of those robin hood somebody makes one of those movies every few years and just nobody's ever you know looking for it so it's like I know. It's like, like who cares? Made another King Arthur movie. It's like okay, well, I guess. I mean, I think the only reason Robin Hood was such a hit is because it hit that perfect Kevin Costner moment, yeah. and you had the Brian Adams song. 
Well, and because uh, I, I loved the uh, Taron Egerton, uh, Jamie Foxx one that came out at the end of last year. and that I one, still need to see that. Yeah, That one got crapped on. Oh, I thought it was time. great. Okay. Cool. I thought it was great because I, re- I really love Taron Egerton. I do too. Yeah. But um, I, it was one of those like, just I kinda, feel like his his star is, his boat is missing too. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of those guys like we need, these are some of the guys I think that are the next generation and we're just he looking played, he for. He played Elton John. So. He did. But he didn't get, he just not getting the love for that. No, and he, I mean even is with Is it because the, of like the whole like Bohemian Rap? Rhapsody's too soon or something? I, I can't have too many biopics. Like, I, well, what's funny is because uh, after uh, is it biopic or biopic? I always say I think I always say bi- biopic. Okay, I think some people say biopic, but I I, right. I say biopic. There's no wrong answer. No, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, biopic. <laughs> to me, that it's a biography and it's a picture. It's a yeah. biopic. Right, right. It's kind of like GIF, GIF. It's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. But you were saying? Oh, uh, just I mean with. Um, uh, with Charlie Hunnam, like I, I mean, this this to me has a really great um, potential cast. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's it's when I was like, there's there. I mean, with Hugh Grant and the role that he's in, and it, it's it's interesting because it's when I was like, when you mix kind of that British flavor with you toss Matthew McConaughey in the mix. Yeah, like, what he's is the, he's the he's the like one of these things doesn't like yeah or not like the other kind of thing like right? uh, Dennis Farina in Snatch. I was like, you have an American in with all of yeah. these British yeah. actors. Like, oh, how does that work out? It does, and it does. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is like because uh, Snatch is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping this is another. I feel like this is the movie that got made because he did Disney a favor and like, yeah. you know, like direct Aladdin for us. Because I remember like seeing like I watched all of Aladdin, and then Guy Ritchie popped up, and I was like, what the fuck, Guy yeah, Ritchie like, Guy did Ritchie. this. This does not seem like a Guy Ritchie movie at all. It's like, where was Jason Statham? <laughs> right, right. In this? There was not a BMW at all. I mean, if they would have had Jason Statham in Aladdin, even with Will Smith, I'd have seen it. If he was driving the carpet, yeah, that would have been yeah. amazing. Uh, but Nothing yeah, I, I, I don't think this movie is going to do anything. Like, I, I, I'm thinking like, uh, I'd already crapped on like the weeks after the, you know, the other two movies. Yeah, I'm thinking like opening week, six million total, fifteen. <laughs> Um, it'll find the guy Richie fans, yeah, and it'll do decent in in like your VOD and your all that stuff. But like, I, I do not think this movie is going to do. It'll be in and out of theaters in a in a fart. Like, <laughs> like it'll um, be out. I'm gonna go just just to be a little bit different. I'll go I'll go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go eight and seventeen. Okay, nice. You know, you know what I'm what I'm really enjoying here, especially yeah. what I like about this. Yeah, um, I've been watching a lot of Rhett and Link videos lately. I still don't know who that is. They're they're the Good Mythical Morning. I highly recommend <laughs> okay. it. They're I mean they're fantastic. They're really entertaining. Yeah, really great guys. They do a lot of stuff where they're guessing things or they have to. I mean, like this. So this okay. Is, I, I like this because it's like oh, this is kind of a fun little. Oh, let's well, see how it's it goes. like you know, let's add a little wrinkle, I like right? It. Let's I add a little like wrinkle. It. We're we're the type of guys who like to guess these things. Yes. So why not? It's fun. All right. What's your number three, sir? All right, number three. Are we gonna Are we gonna depart January finally? Uh, I have I have one more in January. <laughs> I got one okay. more. Go ahead. Um, this is this is the last last week in January. Okay, and I, I may have to because uh, I have the gentleman on my list too, so I may have to come up with something. All right, because I was reaching, I was reaching to come up yeah. with five. Yeah. Um. Uh. But this one, this one features uh, the wife of my favorite guy of all time. Okay. Okay. Uh, Blake Lively. Yes. Wife to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I know what you're talking about here. Um. The rhythm section. 
What a weird name for a movie. It's a very, I, I, I feel like it's one of those where it's like when you're watching the movie, you'll understand at some point. And not like, not like the total Peter Griffin. It's, like, it's just like the action of the movie, yeah. I guess, right? Is that kind of where the rhythm I'm, section I'm comes hoping. in? I'm it's, hoping. It's got a very, it's, it's got a peppermint feel to me. Um, the one with Jennifer Garner that I really enjoyed from last year. Mm, okay. Um, where Still need to check that out. She's she's left destitute because her family is uh, murdered. Or there's there's some some series of events. All we have right now is the trailer. I haven't necessarily invested in looking up any kind of plot details, but um, right. She's she's on her. It's a revenge kind of movie. She's going after people. Um, it's got Jude Law uh, as well. Sterling K. Brown. Yep, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like you know for a. Jan- I feel like Jude Law is like really make he's he's kind of having a comeback. He's couple I, years. I I like. I mean, especially after Captain Marvel. I dug him in Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, because he's he's the kind of guy. I, I feel like for a while he was. Remember, he, he played like he was in the Spy. I liked yeah. him in that. He he was. It felt like he was kind of peppered in in the you know late nineties, early two thousands as kind of like here's a good looking British guy. Yeah. Just. Because right. he's it, British and good looking, what, come on! It's when I was like, "Get wet, ladies!" It was well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> squish. That's exactly what we we're going for. <laughs> we should have a new feature called Squish, and just that's what we do. I, I know you like to watch uh, SNL, yes, and uh, you'll, you'll watch on YouTube, I assume, like I do, and you like you'll have those like cut for time yes. or whatever. There was a really funny one where uh, what was it? Um, uh, it was like Kate McKinnon and a few other girls. And uh, it was it was the Will Ferrell episode where okay. he was playing the Harry Styles, but he's old. Okay, I, did, I need to go watch that one. <laughs> it's pretty. funny. I watched the uh, dr- the drama teacher one, which I really enjoyed. Yes, that which, was good. I, I like that he would close the door and yeah. watch them through the watch eye holes, <laughs> watching things fall apart. Well, it, it, it's funny because he's he's old and he's playing old. But yes, he's supposed to be a young British, you know, uh, like Tiger Beat kind of yeah. guy. Kate McKinnon has a funny line where she goes up. Uh, Clean up on aisle my pants. <laughs> he sings like an angel and he dances like the devil himself. Uh-oh. Clean up on aisle my pants. <gasps> I love Kate McKinnon. She's I'm so fan. glad she's back for another season. They, I, 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 she's the best. I, I really, I wish that we could get more from Cecily Strong. Because I she's love great Cecily too. Strong. Yeah, um, I feel like she's in like she's the strongest part of almost every sketch. She in. she is the. I mean, she really is the back. I mean, she's got a lot of range. Is she the glue? Is she the glue of the cast? I th- I think, but and I like um, uh, Aidy Bryant. She's she's really great. She was in that sketch. Too. She I, I I feel like she's under uh, utilized. And I, I, I she's wish she's almost always funny. I wish because yeah. I I feel like she's a next generation Melissa McCarthy, um, in a lot I of respects. See that. Um, uh, uh, they they've got a real strong female cast. They on, really do. Yeah, it feels kind of like that late '90s, like with yeah. Anna Gasteyer and uh, you know some some of those Sherry O'Terry, Sherry Molly O'Terry, Shannon, Molly Shannon, right? Yeah, there was a really strong female cast, which I was genuinely disappointed in this last week's episode with J Lo. It was just uh, even even Weekend Update. I was like, I like the hoops. Had, the hoops was kind of funny. Hoops was funny. <laughs> I was like, there's so many things that just like just fell so flat. I was like, yeah, not like I have a lot of high hopes for J Lo. No, but yeah. it's when I was like, you know, it wasn't great. It was, it, yeah, it was not one of their better. She ones. was, she was, she was down. She, she was, was down to like have some fun, but yeah. like, what do you do with J Lo? I was like, what? Anyway, but yeah, I digress. Way, way digress. We're off the beaten path a little bit. Big time, big time. But Jude Law, yeah, 
Jude Law, uh, you know, he's, I feel like he's coming into his own, like you were saying, the, uh, I feel like, you know, as he's getting older and he's less just like, you know, what are you thinking? I'm, I'm thinking back to like a uh, talented Mr. Ripley. Where you right, had right. Gwyneth Paltrow and Jude Law and Matt Damon when they were all kind of in their Gattaca, prime. Like I always think yeah. Gattaca. Well, he he wasn't like your typical good looking British yeah. guy in Gattaca, but but, but it, that's when he was the hot rising star. Yeah. He was in that Steven Spielberg movie with the uh, little boy AI. Italy, AI, yeah. But he was in everything. Yeah, he was he was around. I feel like now you can appreciate him more as an actor. You think Blake Lively can carry this thing though? Like what? I'm looking at Blake Lively. She's known as the Gossip Girl, which is a blind yeah. spot for me. I've never, I've never watched it. The Town, which I don't even really remember. She was one of the sisters. Was yeah. she one of the sisters? And The Shallows. She's just more famous for being Ryan Reynolds' wife. I feel like, um, which is unfair. I will tell you, uh, she did a movie with uh, um, Anna Kendrick last year. Last year, uh, Simple Favor. Which yeah. I thought was really underrated. I really enjoy that movie a lot. Okay. And not just because of Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick, two of my favorite people. Oh, she was in Savages too. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, which was a good that was I feel like it's kind of underrated. Yeah, um, kinda. Yeah. Uh Taylor Kitsch and uh Aaron what's his face? Aaron's something something. Taylor what's his face? Taylor Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Taylor Kitsch. They were um in Savages with her. Mm-hmm. I, I she's she's not She's not a mainstream leading lady. I think, yeah. you know, and I think that's why, I mean, this is coming out in January. Well, I'm, I'm sure like her Gossip Girl fans, I mean, she, yeah. of which I'm sure there are many. I mean, that that's just something we wouldn't be yeah. fans of, honestly. I mean, if you are, that's cool. You can admit it. But <laughs> I love Gossip Girl. <laughs> I mean, was that a CW show? I think it was a CW. MTV? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was a CW. Like, you know what? I think Gossip Girl, I just think of that like Family Guy clip where like Peter Griffin is the Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the gossip girl, <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping because um, it's it's again I like it's when I was like I don't want to make it seem like there's just nothing coming out in 2020 at the beginning. Yeah, but it, I mean it, when you're going through stuff and things to get excited about, uh, it does feel like it's a little bit slim pickings. I just thought, I couldn't tell what it was. I mean, you you've you, well here. Let's look at the. I'll read the synopsis. A woman seeks revenge. You said it was like a revenge flick. Yep. A woman seeks revenge against those who orchestrated a plane crash that killed her family. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a plane crash. I, I <clears throat> really. I'm I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping the plot itself has because uh, I think uh, Jude Law is kind of like this. Uh, now the director is the I think he's the guy who did he's responsible for the Handmaid's Tale, so that's a kudo. People seem to like that program. I've never watched it either. But uh, neither. Sorry. <laughs> whoops. I know a lot of people like it. Um, but I'm intend to someday. I'm hope. I'm hoping this does well. I don't have a lot of reasonable aspirations that it will. Um, There's no reason for it to do well. But if it does, no, it'll be cool. I it's. Mean, it doesn't have to do well to be an interesting movie, though. No. It, it, if if it looks interesting, it's got an interesting story. And it's got good characters. Look forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's it's one I'm 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 hoping to catch. But in all reality, when we're when we're talking box office dollars, it's going up against a lot of movies that week. It's going up against the Gretel and Hansel movie, which has got the girl from it. Um, oh, the uh, young Beverly. Yeah, young Beverly. I forget her name. Sophia something or other. Loren Lillis. Oh, that that just looks weird. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I 
it was something like I was like, oh, this might be a good thing to put on my list, and I and kept like, watching the trailer, and I'm like, what the no. fuck is this? No, this oh, is I'm gonna not. pass a movie called The Assistant, which has not anybody in nobody. it. Nobody. The Traitor, which is like again nobody. So it at least has some people in it. It's got Jude Law and Blake Lively, and so it, it could yeah. at least. It could at least be the number one movie. Of I think of the weekend it will. I think there will still be enough competition with other like if any of the movies that came out before it are still have any juice. I, I think Bad Boys will probably still be number one. That yeah, week. the gentleman will probably be number two or Doolittle. They'll be duking it out. We yeah. we don't we we each have our opinions on that. So. Doolittle and, and Bad Boys, I think we can both agree, will probably be, be one those, or two yeah, in that week. And then The Gentleman will be in there somewhere. And I then this that, movie yeah. might be fighting for third or fourth place. Third, I can see third or fourth. I was going to say opening weekend, it might pull in $4 million. Yeah. And total, uh, I want to be optimistic and I'll go 10 I feel like that's on the high end, but I'm going to go optimistic on that and say it'll make 10 I'm just going to agree with you there. I I, I I don't I can't see any I don't think it's going to do any worse than 4. Yeah, it it'll get it'll get lost in the pack. I mean, yeah. it probably won't have a very wide open. Um so it's I mean, that's one of the things I think that'll hurt it a little bit just cuz it'll probably I mean, the movie coming out the next week is going to kill whatever's out, whatever's left, yeah. I think. But anyway. Which is perfect time to go ahead and mention what I think my next movie, my my movie I'm looking forward to next is uh the the uh, Harley Quinn movie. Okay. Bird of Prey. Um, Oddly enough, that one didn't make my list. <laughs> you DC hater, you. I think this looks cool. Like, I, I really... Ooh. Now, is it going to be like a Suicide Squad and be all, all style? You and McGregor's in this, right? He is. Okay. Yeah, and so is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead, okay. And I love her, man. I, I just love her in almost everything she's in. So with the th- that trio of actors, I think at least I'll be entertained, and I think... With, with you know, we we may be giving too much credit to both Bad Boys and Doolittle. Like you know, yeah. they they might come out and be like one and done, and then there'll be <clears> nothing, <throat> and then people are be like, this this feels like a summer movie to me. Uh, I think what this because this one's coming out in February. Yeah. I think they're strategic in the, in the placement of this one. Yeah, um, uh, especially with some of the other stuff is coming out in February. Um, I think that this. I think this one they're hoping they're hoping to to me this this feels like a DC hope for it's got Rosie Perez in it yeah we're gonna ride the coattails of all the press that Joker's still getting so people are oh thinking yeah, DC. yeah yeah good point good point um so I think they're hoping for it, it'll be there'll be some Joker buzz because it's yeah. near Oscar time right yep. so and Joker comes out on on uh, DVD in jan- early January so oh, there you go yeah so um that there'll still be plenty of talk plenty of positive DC buzz. And really, even if this isn't a sequel to Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad was the vehicle that brought us um, Harley Quinn. Yeah, and so I Margot think, Robbie, right? And I like that she's owning this character so much. Yeah, I think that's so refreshing. You know, like it. It's kind of like the more successful version of you know, like um, oh gosh, what's her face who did the Charlie's Angels? You know, like she really took Elizabeth ownership. Banks. Of, yeah, Elizabeth Banks. You know, we haven't really talked about the Charlie's Angels thing much. I think we both agree. I think we can both agree we wanted that movie to do well. Uh, I like I, Elizabeth I th- Banks. I like Elizabeth Banks. I was hopeful for Elizabeth Banks. I think she did. I think we can also both agree that she kind of put her foot in her mouth a little bit, uh, and that didn't help things. I think the damage is already done by the time she said the things she did. Like people just didn't show up to see it. 
I, I think this is going to be another, I, I think she, I, and I know that Margot is like a, she's like a producer of this movie. Yeah. She's, she's really pushing this movie and she doesn't have to be making this movie. Like she, no. she could have been like, well, one and done with suicide squad. The, there was no universe. I'm done with it now. Yeah. You know, Jared Leto's not the Joker anymore. So there's, like, there's kind still of a talk. weird place. They're still talking about a Suicide Squad too. I don't know that. Oh it, yeah, it's coming. It's, it's happening. It's it's one of uh, and But I've, she ain't in it, is she? I mean, is I she know, in, I don't know. It, yeah, cuz James Gunn's doing it. So it's it's for sure happening. Cuz I I don't I mean, I don't even know if Will Smith's coming back for the second He's one. He's not. Yeah. yeah so. Selva is like the, oh, I think yeah. the headliner that they're getting. But I think you get, well we got Captain Boomerang. I think Ooh, Jack Courtney. Yay. <laughs> I think the people who are not going to be in it. I don't think Margot Robbie's going to be in it. I don't think the guy who played Killer Croc's not going to be in it. I read who cares. But yeah, this, this is not a Suicide Squad thing. This is just the only the only carryover. The only difference or the only similarities is it's DC and she's in it. <laughs> I I'm I, I it think, looks cool. Like it has a neat look to it. It's it's like an eighties aesthetic. I, I feel like the strategy in their release of this in February is trying to kind of get that same Black Panther longevity. Like I think they wanted to we wanted to yep. come out in January. There's not a lot of stuff that's gonna be in its way if Captain one, Marvel was a March release, well, yep. like they might if, be thinking about that as well. If they if we can get this in kind of in a in, at the beginning of January and we can let this kind of linger for maybe Two two and a half months, we can really. I mean, it'll dwindle out after a while, but if it can linger because there's really nothing else, no, I think they can make not for weeks. I, yeah, I mean, there's as of right now, there's like five movies coming out in March, so and one of them's <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> which you know, nothing against Mulan. Love the music in the original. Which I think they're gonna keep some of that. It's oh. true. It's it's one of those DC movies. It's gonna be super stylistic. Yeah. Uh, but I think, and it's as one. Of, I I don't. I I wish DC movies were better. My beef, I wish the name were different. Actually. Yeah. It's. I think it's a little. I I see. I, I get the vibe that they're going for. They want something that's just kind of weird for the sake of weird. That it's yeah. That that could be a thing that could bite them in the ass. It's birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Why? Just make them. Just call it Harley Quinn. Yeah. Just call it Harley. Just yeah. Harley. Yeah. I mean. There you on. go. They they should have maybe done something. But whatever. They're going yeah. for a style, like you said. They're going for something. And I, I think because it's like as much as I love Marvel movies. And it's, I mean, some of it is I really don't, I mean, I I don't like a lot of the DC characters. Yeah. But it's when I was like, I wish for DC fans, they could have the same kind of, like, I just, I wish that they were able to make movies on par with Marvel movies. They're so close. Be, be, I feel, I feel yeah. like they're just so close. And it, it, so as I, I think that, I mean, I think this will do well. I don't, I mean, I'm not um, so biased to think that, oh no, it'll do horrible. It's like. Um, I think there are things that will eat away um, some of the potential profits. Um, Well, I don't think it's going to do Captain Marvel or Black Panther numbers. No, no. Or even close. I I think it's going to hit like a 50 million opening. Yeah. I think it could easily hit 50 million. And I think we're looking at like a 120 overall. That, that seems, that seems pretty fair. Oh, um, I, I tell you what, just to keep things keep things a little spicy, mm. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 65 Ooh, opening weekend. Wow, okay. And I'm gonna say 150. 
total. Nice. Just look at look at that. The guy, the who, DC guy, the DC, the DC hater, hater is DC hater is putting some love. And putting some a, love on the DC movie. I can tell you, he's not just just saying that. No, and I mean, and honestly, like I I enjoy Margot Robbie. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Harley Quinn character. Um, and you and McGregor, like if he's a compelling bad guy, I and I like I like you and McGregor. Yeah, so I, we'll see. I'm fingers crossed for you and it. The trailer doesn't give you a whole lot. <clears throat> no, it's on purpose. I mean, it's that's when their, I was like, "Hey, it's Harley Quinn." You oh wow, there's Harley riding in a car and she's doing her little Harley Quinn yep. accent, and you know, you and McGregor's chewing up some scenery yeah. here and there. Okay. Uh, I'd like to see what 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 the hell is Mary Elizabeth yeah. Winstead doing? Is she Ivy? Well, I, I'm not even honestly, I'm not even sure. Because at one point, wasn't Ivy supposed to be in it? Uh, that would well, a bird, Birds of Prey. Uh, just from I mean, because there was a TV show, Birds of Prey. Um, that that was that's actually I mean, the, like Birds of Prey are actually a DC property. Mm. Like there's, um, is it Huntress? Uh, Helena something or other, but like that's going to be her character. Like, what's her their villainous name going to be? You know, there there was a show, The Birds of Prey, on TV for a while. It was a DC show. And it was because uh, Barbara Gordon, who mm-hmm. is the original Batgirl, once she gets um, uh, her spine's broken and she's confined to a wheelchair and she can't be Batgirl anymore, uh-huh. she, I forget what what her code name is or what her new character is, but she's you know she's running tech behind the scenes. She's kind of like the uh, oh, dang on it. No, I have I can't uh, microchip I, microchip from the Punisher. I'm just confused because you know like we've long criticized warner brothers for doing this whole annoying like make a make a hundred announcements to see what sticks and actually make two of the movies yeah there there was there were tons and tons of movies with with harley quinn oh yeah there there was one there at one point there existed a movie with her and 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 ivy and and because i think there was like a there was like a run of uh comics i think where the two of them were like yeah they friends and like they kind of like they were a little duo and you know they were causing trouble together as a team and well because uh harley harley quinn is not a classic batman character she was she came series, because yeah. of the animated series and I, I think that there was like maybe, maybe that's what i'm thinking maybe it was a run in the there, animated series where there's a few episodes featured. there were a number of episodes where it was the two of them okay. and they were this they were a tag team i think there were probably comics too i mean that would make sense <laughs> it would make sense but you know maybe it originated in the animated series and then yeah. the comics followed because uh, I mean, shit. There's so many multiverses and stuff. Like I don't know. Like they don't call that in yeah. DC. What do they call it? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> something similar. Something like just, that. Just just pull up a thesaurus and find yeah. something else for. It's multiverse. not a spider verse. <laughs> they love the verses. They love verses. That's all I got to say about Birds of Prey. I, I think it'll be a. I think it'll be a hit. And uh, it it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get it primed for this summertime. Yeah. So anyway, you're. Fourth? Fourth. All right. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and jump out. If that, that one comes out the 7th of February? Uh, that is correct. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the one that comes out the next weekend mm-hmm. that got pushed back from September. Okay. Of this past year um, with fantastic uh, overhaul that they did to the CGI and the story and the trailer and everything. Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. That, that that was on my list, too. That is the big one, I think, out of all these that I'm probably most looking forward to. I mean, I, I, all of these are, I do want to see, but I think the mo- the one I'm most excited about is Sonic the Hedgehog. I want to commend Paramount for doing a complete 180 yes. um, onto the trailers. Because the first trailer, aside from the 
obvious problems with the way Sonic looked. Yes. The trailer was stupid. Uh, the The premise of the movie seemed like just everybody's like, what is going on here? Yeah. And the, some of the, I mean, like, I, I know even like the joke. Like Mark Madsen and Sonic are friends. The, and the, like the joke that he made at the end where he's like, you know, it, with the baby in the bag, like he's carrying the gym bag and it has Sonic in it. And I was like, I was Ooh, glad yeah. that it was like, that. that's just, I get what you're going for here, but it's really not, it's not it, coming across the way you want it. If they made 10 choices, all 10 choices were Bad. wild misses. And then if they made 10 choices in the new trailer, they were all like, for the most part, positive. And one of the things I've seen in a number of places, and I hope this really translates with people, um, you know, in cancel culture, in all the stuff where it's like, you know, you do one bad thing and oh, we're never going to hear from you again. Mm. The studio listened to the fans. They went back. And for the first time ever. Yeah. And they went I don't, back. I can't think of another time where a petition no. worked. And they spent millions of dollars redoing it. And so I hope that everybody who had any inkling that they wanted to see the movie will go see the movie. Because I, I feel like that's one of those things like, okay, if your viewership, you know, responds that way and the studio comes back and says, okay, we hear what you're saying, we're going to change it. I hope that the viewership responds with, okay, we're going to now pay you to see yeah, this movie. Yeah, you know, the, the studio put up, now you you need to put up or yeah. show, shut up. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying. I mean, exactly. If, if, if the number of people who complained about it actually end up going to see the movie, it'll be a success. It'll be a huge success. Or was it just the internet being like the bitchy internet? Being turds. Yeah, and just being like, oh, well, I guess I'm... shitty. I don't want to see this. It's like, well, were you going to see it in the first place? Guess I'm happy now, I guess. I, I wasn't ever going to see it anyway. I, there, there's a... there's Sonic is... It's funny. Like, that's a property that, for me, is weird. Like, I think of it as, like, it's 90s origins. I loved it on the Genesis. Yes. I played the hell out of it. And then, and then I stopped. But there's been I don't know how many shows and cartoons featuring Sonic the Hedgehog that apparently a has a big audience. There's a lot. Yeah. So it it didn't. Jaleel White did the voice of him on one of them. Yeah, but, and I remember watching a few episodes of that and thinking this kind of sucks. I mean, this they, is not great. They had. They, I remember when I was when I was a kid when I was a youth. Um, <laughs> they had. Uh, they had. They the had, what? They had the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which was like an afternoon show, and it was really goofy and cartoony. Yeah. And they had a different one. I don't know what the name of the Saturday morning one, but it was like this dystopian future mm-hmm. where it was like a very different kind of animation and much stronger storylines. Okay. And, um, and since then, they've had a number of series. They've had anime series that have come out. Right. Um, so there's, I mean, there's, you know, the video game. I mean, it's the Sonic universe. Is always probably going to play. And they second made a, They Mario. actually made a decent Sonic game yeah. in the last couple of years that you know people can get excited about. Yeah, like Sonic Mania is fun. He's and he, I I feel like he's always going to play second fiddle to Mario because um, Mario's I think just always going to be that number one, the iconic. But I think but it it's is, not like Mario's killing it. No, I, I'm excited to see what this um, is. It's who is it? DreamWorks? Who? No, who? Uh, no, I'm trying to think. It's the Illumination guys who yeah. are doing the Mario movie. It's, yeah. I suppose it's still coming out. I haven't really heard anything since the announcement. Uh, I, but they're they're kind of like, honestly, like I think they've surpassed DreamWorks. Yeah. Uh, as like the the you know behind the Disney properties. Well, and I, I like what I'm what I'm liking, and I know we've talked about this kind of offline before. You know, growing up, the the video game movies we had not great. No. Um, it's a low bar to cross. Yeah. 
But it, now, I mean, you're talking Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, I even with it being a Ryan Reynolds movie, there was some storyline stuff that I wasn't crazy about. Enjoyed the movie. Enjoyed the heck out. I mean, the, the graphics were amazing. It looks really pretty. It was yeah. really well done. I um, was a tad let down from it, but I mean, I don't know anything about the the Pokemon series. Yeah. I suppose, like you know, it satisfied those people. You know, the it, they're I, it looks phenomenal. they're doing a sequel to it. Um, okay. And I mean, with the Sonic getting this, you know, reboot, because I mean, it looks so much better. It looks so much more like the video. Oh games. yeah, it, um, it's it's so much better. And I I have to imagine Ben Schwartz was doing the voice in the original one. I don't think they recast the voice actor. It sounds different though, doesn't but it, it does sound different. Yeah. I mean, that's it's like maybe they because and I love Ben Schwartz as the as the voice of him. It totally fits. Adam Polly's in it. You know, um, he's, he's usually pretty funny. Uh, and secondary to all of the things that I love about the Sonic part of it and the humor that they went with, uh, it definitely seems like a much more family friendly, much you like the, the original trailer didn't necessarily feel like it was for uh, an adult audience, but it didn't feel like it was for a kid audience. It didn't feel like it was for anyone. I was like, I don't know who's going to watch this movie. Who is like, wow, God, <clears throat> but the, the new trailer, it, it's just goes to show how much editing can save a movie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll see how the actual movie goes. It's the tale of two trailers. Um, it's like, I, even like the Jim Carrey, like scenes they chose in the first trailer were so weird. And that's, that's my, that's the back end part of this that I love is I feel like in watching this and seeing the Jim Carrey that we get in this. Yeah. This is this is '90s Jim Carrey to me. Yeah, yeah, really. This is Ace Ventura, The Mask, um, Dumb and Dumb. This is the Jim Carrey that I catchphrases. Yes, yeah. it's when I was like, he's that he's that comic. You know, he's not like this weird, overbearing, crazy kind of manic character. Is like this is Jim Carrey. Have you seen that show on Showtime that he's in? No, it uh, seems. Too dark, really he's, strange. I I think he. I mean, like what I'm hoping. I'm hoping this for him could be one of those things where he circles back around. I know I've heard rumors over the last few days, maybe week or so, that Ace Ventura Three is the oh, thing. Oh, um, please. So yeah, I'll I, take that. I would love to see a second go around for a Jim Carrey like we had in the '90s. I would love to see him. Not, Adam Sandler did it. Uh, Eddie Murphy's done it. Um, you know, and, and to me, his Doctor Robotnik in these in these tra- in the new trailer, I'm like, that is that is my favorite Jim Carrey. Yeah, I'm like, this is it, he's he's just goofy enough. He's commanding. Yeah, he, uh, like I, I'm I'm excited about it. This is the movie that I'm most excited about in. You know, the first three months of the year. Like, yeah, I giggled at the, like, give me a big fat freaking break or whatever. Yes. Like, that That seems like Jim Carrey. Yes. So, you know, I, I'm also excited for that. Yes. I can't pick it, though. Oh, uh, box office, what do you think? Um, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Um, I think, uh, and I think this is the one that's going to provide some uh, pushback for... Um, Birds of Prey in its second week. I, I, th- I think this one definitely takes the the box office for opening weekend. Hmm. Um, you think it'll knock Birds of Prey out? I think it'll knock Birds of Prey out. Um, I disagree there. I do not think um, that'll happen. I'm. I think it'll be respectable though. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm hopeful on this one. I, I'm. I'm really. This is like a, of everything that's coming out in the first quarter of 2020. This is what I'm most excited about. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go see it. L- L- uh, Logan wants to see it. Yeah, he's already I'm told taking, me he wants I'm to taking see the it. kids to see it. So I'm hoping that. Uh, I'm trying to think. You now. can never underestimate a kids movie. Yeah, you you just can't. 
And, and it's one of, I mean, like, I feel like between Birds of Prey and... Um, but what about the Valentine's weekend release date? Is that kind of strange? Yeah, I, I think I think it's I think what they're nobody's taking their girlfriend or their wife no, to see this. I I mean, really, when you look at it, February, is like I don't think there's anything that any, like for Valentine's Day, I don't think there's a movie that anybody's going to go. I mean, maybe maybe they'll go see Fantasy Island. That's strange. Blumhouse, I'm I'm really disappointed. What is wrong like, with Blumhouse, I, man? They, they, they used to they be like a symbol of quality, such a trajectory, and. <laughs> I don't know what they're, they're doing like, now. Green light, green light, green light. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop <laughs> you it! Can stop it! You can say no. Like yes, Sam Jackson. Call Sam Jackson. <laughs> Get him in the few things. He man. keeps hitting. Like he keeps hitting though. Yeah, like he, let's do it. And I was like, no. <laughs> All right, so we should move on to. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Um, numbers, numbers. What do you think? What do you think? Uh so you've already you've already predicted sixty mil opening weekend for Birds Prey. Yeah. You're saying this is already going to knock that off. Uh, I'm and you you want to say 150 overall? Yeah, so it's gonna have to come with a pretty good size number. I I I think I think Birds of Prey um, potentially has longer legs than um, mm. Sonic. I okay. think Birds of Prey could linger in theaters longer. I agree. Um, I see one good solid weekend for Sonic. I think I think Sonic has a, a good big weekend, uh, and I I want to um, I'm gonna go opening weekend. Because I got a lot of faith in Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Sonic. <laughs> I want to hear the Green Hill theme. That's all I want. Screw it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 80 million open weekend. Whoa! Yep, I'm going 80 million. Whoa! I'm, I'm putting all my money on Holy Sonic. Holy shit! I'm saying Sonic goes hard. Oh my god! I'm saying you have pe- a way more faith in Sonic. I'm saying. Than I do. I'm saying the people because what they spend 35 million to to redo. Two, it was like two million. What I thought it was, it was cheap. It I thought, was cheap. I thought it was way more. Yeah, than because that. from what I read, like in with those graphics, like they they didn't they didn't commit it to film. Like there there's a uh, point there's a point where you can make some changes and render it out, and it's not as expensive. But I, I want to say like it was only a couple million dollars investment. I think it was five million. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It was because they that was the thing. They had a total budget of ninety million. Okay. Um, so it bumped it up to ninety five. Okay. Um, so yeah. So it's, yeah. But that's a hell of a good investment. Yes. It. I think it would have gone total bomb to like it could compete oh, yeah. at the top. Uh, you know. Uh, I think. I think. Um, I think it's going to go big that first weekend. Okay. Uh, I think it'll linger second weekend. I think by third weekend is really dropping off, and right. after a month, I think it's out of there. I think it's out of there. I think because I, I think Birds of Prey will go big first weekend. I don't think it hits 150 in the first month, but I think Birds of Prey mm. could be one that lingers in theaters for a Carry couple us months. into the summer. Yeah, I think yeah. Birds of Prey could really uh, – I don't know. I didn't really look too much into April yet, but I think I think Birds of Prey April's has, got Bond and some other stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so I think I think Birds of Prey has uh, a lot of potential to really, you know, to be a bigger presence. I think Sonic will come in there and steal some of the money. Okay. Um, and then it'll go away. So total – uh, total, I think it'll I think it'll drop off pretty considerably okay. the second week. Um, so more than fifty percent. Yeah, okay. I think I think it'll be I think it'll have a big. I'm I'm hoping for a big opening weekend and then a, probably a actually pretty, I think if it drops just fifty, that's considered good, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think it'll drop at least fifty in the second week. So I think total, I'm gonna go. I think it'll I think it'll kind of teeter out after that. I'll go one thirty five total. 
Mm, okay. okay. Um, I don't. Th- I think birds of prey. But still you're saying like eighty for that opening. Eight, I'm going eighty opening weekend. I know it's. I know it's really optimistic, but um, <sighs> I think. I think when you get that in, that is very. I'm going, you I'm got going, some faith in the in the blue in the blue hedgehog. I'm, I, I love my Sonic. I do too. Like I got a little Sonic doll yes. over there. He's the best. Okay, so I think realistically we're looking at because um, I said I think fifty for Birds of Prey. I think yeah. Birds of Prey will have another good. Week. I think it'll probably hit around thirty-five the second, and I think Sonic's going to come in at like twenty-nine. I, I, I'm, I'm, and all, I, I'm, I'm rooting all in, for it. I'm, I'm all in on Sonic, man. I'm, I'm all in. It. I think 29, I think they'll be happy with that. I think in that next weekend, I think you're right. I think it'll probably, I, I, I actually off. think it'll decrease a tad bit less. I'm going to say like, you know, maybe like 18 in that second. I'm going to go see it a hundred times. So yeah, I'm going to say, um, 98. So we got Jack, the wonder dog here. Jack's here. Everybody, he uh, he was he was howling and barking because he wanted to be part of the discussion. He has a lot to say. He does have a lot to say. So uh, so yeah, we were talking about Sonic. You you have a lot of confidence in I Sonic. I want to pick another animated movie. I think it's going to actually maybe do a little better in the long run, uh, and that's the Onward. Onward it comes out. I think March sixth. I think you're right. Uh, kind of an odd place to put a Pixar movie. It is. They they almost always come out during the summer or November, like that period yeah. of time. I I'd be interested to see like what other Pixar movies were released in like February and March. It's it, it's. I think that's one of the things that I'm really that um, like. There's so many of these that feel like they've just it's industry okay, standards as far as expectations oh, okay. for different things. Okay. Yeah. That I feel like. A lot of those are just getting challenged, and it's like anymore. It's like okay, you know, January used to be like nobody wants to go see movies, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily the case anymore. Yeah, that's kind of the theme we've. <laughs> I, Jack, he's like he can't wait to get to the theater. He's he's like let me at him. He is such a Chris Pratt fan. Let me tell you. Let me go see. I put Onward. on Parks and Rec, and he just like oh. he just goes nuts. He's a fan. He I, I, like I I feel like he his goes, little heart's just pumping. I feel like he goes back to Everwood. I think he's an Everwood guy. Is that what is that? Yeah, that was, that was a CW, like a WB yes, show or something. Wasn't that was it? a WB. I don't know. WB, CW. It's one of those initial movies. The WB became the CW. So, <laughs> okay, okay. So you're, you're right in line. I'm, I'm close enough. I believe Everwood ended just as they merged and because the WB and UPN merged and became the CW. That's, oh, you I believe, guys, he's so cute. I believe that's how that happened. Jack's a little beagle hound mix. He is a beagle. Yeah, like Snoopy. Just like Snoopy. Just like Snoopy. In fact, he's going to do a little dancing later. Yeah. He's going to do a little dancing, put his Cool Joe sunglasses on. Yeah. He's going to ride around on his dog his dog house. And he's, and he's got a little bird friend yeah. in the Woodstock. That's right. That's right, he does. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to be like a monster success because I don't, I just don't have a ton of faith in... Uh, Tom Holland as not Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, and I, I think and he's, this is like his second or third animated like movie in as many months. Really? Uh, yeah. I think. I think. Oh, Jack, chill out, buddy. I know he wants to operate the. Yeah, mixer. let me do, let me get that new mixer. <laughs> yeah, I know Mitch is asleep, passed out on the floor. I could pee on the floor too. <laughs> you sure I could operate a mixer and pee on the floor. Let's not yes. say we did, buddy. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, okay. I I think one of the things that's a little bit interesting about it is with Chris Pratt or with uh with Tom Holland, um I, I don't I don't know that Tom Holland has um 
the voice recognition. I mean, like, I don't know that. I mean, like, it's one of those like people know him as Spider Man and yeah. they're comfortable with him as Spider Man. We'll see. But I yeah. think outside of that vehicle, I don't know because it's hard to place him in, in Spies in Disguise. Yeah, it's like you know, and the character looks very much like um, like Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, I because we I was when I took my uh, took my kids to see Home Alone over at Escape the other night. Um, they have a, a big Spies in Disguise, and they were looking at it. And mm-hmm. I'm trying they. Um, I, I can't remember if it was the kid from Ratatouille or if it was, um, but th- they were equating his look with somebody else that they had seen in another movie. Oh, okay. I, can't, I can't totally remember, but it's, it's well, it's the hair, I think maybe. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I can totally see that now. Yeah, they're like that character. I think it's it's one of those like it's I, just I, all like elbows and yeah. And <laughs> I don't know that there's enough unique about his character. I, so I'm yeah. curious to see how because I think Chris Pratt his charisma will come across it, to- in the character in the no trailers. Problem. It is yes. one of, yeah, he's carrying the thing. But with Tom Holland, it's like I like. I, I'm hoping that <laughs> they're. Up. I'm hoping that they, he's just excited. He's, he's excited up. to talk about movies. He's yeah, excited to get absolutely. to the theater. Um, this is his chance. He's yes. been bugging me. He's like. When, when, am I gonna, when am I going to get the on? Yeah, when am I going to be on the podcast? I'm in the podcast. Give me my chance. Gosh, give White Machete a chance. Why yeah. can't I get a chance? Exactly. <laughs> Don't be a speciesist. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, dogs can be podcasters too. <laughs> they sure can. But um, but yeah, um, he's calming down now. So uh, prediction predictions. What, what do you think? Uh, well, since this is Julia Louis Dreyfus and Tom Holland, she's a big name. People, people know her. People know her. People know her. People know her. Uh, I, you know, I, I think it's going to be on the low end of a Pixar movie. I, I'm going to say like 45 million opening weekend right. with a with a haul of. Uh, I think it'll 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 get over 100 because what Pixar movie doesn't? Yeah, uh, but I think it's going to perform similarly to Coco, which. You know, a lot of people really enjoyed. It was a critically acclaimed movie, and it actually yes. made me and Logan cry. And it theater. was a great movie. It was. <laughs> He's Jack's getting not emotional happy right that. now thinking no, about Coco. No, he's not. You're going to cry over Coco? It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to get like, you know, it'll probably just get around $100 million. All right. I'll, uh, being the eternal optimist, I'll go a little higher. I'm going to okay. go 50. I'll go 55 opening weekend. 55 million. That's okay. Uh, and, respect. Uh, over, over, I'll go 120 total. 120. Okay. Just, oh, yeah. Just for just for just for kicks. One twenty, buddy. All right, cool. All What's right. your final flick? So, well, my my original list included the gentleman, so that was how I rounded out five. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, I, I guess I'll have to pick just another movie that's coming out. Which, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is that's how barren it is, folks. Um, what? Uh, hold, hold on. What was? Uh, I, I know I have. We could just call it eight. Like, I'm going like a boss. Oh, like a boss. Like okay, a boss. yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. Ju- It's another January one. I'll, yeah. I'll swing back to January. It it actually looks kind of funny. It, yeah. it, it, Anna Kendrick, right? Is uh, she in it's, this? It's uh, Rose Byrne and Tiffany Haddish. Rose and, Byrne. Um, okay, Tiffany Haddish, of course. Uh, and Selma Hayek. Mm. And I, I think I think this will be... Um, it, it'll, it'll be one of those... I mean, like, it'll... It'll do well. It's opening weekend. I don't know what it's. I don't know when it's. it's I think it's towards the beginning of January. Yeah. Maybe one of the first couple weeks. Yeah. Um, now I saw it when I saw a trailer of this, and like people are like, "What is this?" Like, it got a lot of laughs. It it looks it looks like it'll be fun. It <laughs> looks like it'll be legitimately funny. Yeah. Um. I. It doesn't feel um like a total just throwaway comedy. I I like the idea of the two of them uh, together. Yeah. Um. 
Um, I like Rose Byrne. She's an underrated comedian. She's talent. very underrated. I like her in the Neighbors movies. I'm I'm hoping what she does is she um, she isn't just totally like this. Um, <laughs> look at that. That's, my face is covered up by that you. was that was a Regal Beagle right there. <laughs> he is the Regal Beagle. He, he really was. That's the name of his podcast. There we go. The Regal Beagle. Easy, buddy. Easy. <laughs> Do you want to go see like a boss? <laughs> I love. He loves Ready? Tiffany Haddish. Do you love Tiffany Haddish? Absolutely. No. Absolutely, you can't you can't keep her down. Can't keep a good dog down. No, I don't. I don't want you to chew on oh, that. Oh gosh, because so what's what's a Tiffany Haddish movie open up? A Tiffany Haddish in January. That's uh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, nine so million. Really? Can I go wow. nine million? Is that you is could that too absolutely optimistic? go nine million? That's pretty uh, optimistic. That feels feels kind of optimistic, but but, but I, I feel like a Tiffany Haddish is going to consistently. It's like a Kevin Smith movie. Well, um, it's never going to like never going to make a ton of money, but it's going to always make the same crowd. Like the same people are going to show up. Char- Charlie's Angels did eight million opening weekend domestic. Yeah, uh, and nobody wanted to see that. Nobody wanted to see that. And so I feel like there's enough like people like oh yeah let me go uh, just let's make it up let's make it up let's Charlie's let's go see a funny movie in January let's go do that I feel like you make nine million is it based on a book or something I could see it being based on a book I feel like I get this like weird Devil Wears Prada vibe from it or something it could it's got to be like from a book. All right, Jack. Jack's like, of course it's, it's from a book. Of course. I, I listened to the audiobook. That's yes. what Jack's saying. The audiobook is wonderful. It's read by Stephen Weber. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's, I'll he, say. Does, he does Tiffany Haddish and, and Stephen King. That's that's his wheelhouse right there. I, oh, my goodness. I will go, I'll go 9 million opening weekend. What a train wreck this has become. Um, it's fine. I, yeah. I like I like it because there's a spontaneity to what we're doing here. Oh, yeah. It's when I was like, when you're watching or listening to the Cinemasters, uh-huh. you never know what's going to happen. A dog could show. We got a dog. <laughs> Mid-podcast, dog shows up. You're like, you know what? We're rolling with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you a good dog? Are you a boy? He's, I am. Oh, he yeah. wants to lick you. He wants gonna be the thumbnail <laughs> see all right what what's the total to- what's the, so yeah. nine opening uh nine opening right uh, <laughs> like you wipe your three, face three off. week three weeks <laughs> three weeks going and, and we're done so yeah. let's say maybe make another three million the next you gotta uh, chill buddy i'll go i'll go 13.5. I'm going 13.5. Thir- oh, okay. so it's going to eke out another like couple thousand, I yeah. guess. Million, I mean. 13.5 over. I'm going to go, go 13,000 opening weekend. <laughs> I'm going to go 8.50. It's going to make $8.50 <laughs> opening weekend. I bet a Tiffany dollar. Tiffany Haddish is going to see it. One dollar is what I'm going to say. <laughs> I think there was a Shia LaBeouf movie that made like $11 opening oh, weekend. Christ. Man Down, I think was the name of the movie. I want to say it made like $11 oh, legitimately Lord. opening weekend. I, oh, jeez. I'm going to say. Uh, I'll say six million and ten million. Seems that's probably more in line. I'm just the eternal optimist. Yeah, <laughs> that's my new role. I'm the eternal optimist. Last but not least, for me, I'm yes. going to go the Invisible Man. Uh, yes. It, which has uh, Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> Jack is a huge fan of Mad Men. He loves it, and. <laughs> I, the only reason I'm picking this, I, I like a good Invisible Man movie. 
I, I liked Hollow Man with with uh, Kevin, Bacon. Kevin Bacon, right? And Josh Brolin. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And I Who even enjoyed the the, uh, the Chevy Chase Invisible Man movie. Like <laughs> back in the day. That's right, baby. You like Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. He's yeah. pulling out some love for Chevy Chase. Sure is. Uh, but no, I, I I'm I just I'm curious to see what kind of practical effects are going to pull off with the whole Invisible Man thing, and it's it's definitely an Invisible Man with a twist. Like I, like I, you don't know whether or not she's going crazy. I like that. If you've seen the trailer, the way it's played, uh, it's like her. She has this abusive boyfriend, right? And he uh, he dies. But as she says in the movie, like there's there's no reason why he would kill himself. Like he's just like got it all. Like one of those kinds of things. He's not a suicidal guy. Are we to believe that he killed himself just so that he could come back and 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 torture her or something? Because he's just like abusive to the end. Like I'm bored of torturing my wife in the usual ways. <laughs> Let's kick it up a notch. <laughs> Let me die and then come back as Invisible Man, <laughs> and then I'll I'll try and get her committed. Uh, and I, I just, you just, you're kind of like, the scenes are like, he really is the invisible man, but everyone around her is convinced that she might be nutty. And like, she's just trying to convince people that she's not crazy. So I'm just curious to see where they're really going to take it. I, I can get down with that. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's going to make much money. I mean, Elizabeth Moss, I mean, you know, love her. She's in the handmaid's tale, right boy? And he, we already talked about how great the handmaid. He loves tale. the turtles. He does. He's a big Raphael fan. <laughs> he loves pizza too. Um, sounds delicious. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say, oh gosh, I don't know. What did I say for Haddish? Six and ten. I'm gonna say five and eleven. Ooh. I think it's gonna have longer legs. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on the Invisible Man? Uh, as as Jack licks on your, I don't know. Nobody's looking down there. Invisible Man. Um, he, I think he's. I think what he's going to do. I think the Invisible Man's going to sneak. He's yeah. going to sneak in, yeah. and he's he's going to take us all for a ride. Oh yeah. And I think he's going. I think it's going to be. Um, I think we're. Gonna, I think. I think we're going to stop go t- eating the chair, Jack. I think, I think we're doing. <laughs> I think we're doing ten million to opening weekend. Whoa! Ten million. Holy crap! Ten million. That's incredible. I'm saying ten. Yeah, ten what kind million. of legs is that puppy going to uh, have? <laughs> We have no conviction in these last two picks. <laughs> like, uh, let's see, ten million what? opening weekend, two hundred and thirty million. <laughs> I was going big. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna start slow. Jack's like, cut the shit, you guys. And we're gonna build it towards Be the serious. You're the cinemasters. Where's your integrity? Integrity farms. <laughs> So ten opening, ten opening, and yeah. I'll, I'll go. Uh, Universal Monster movies people might mistake this for one of those. That's I, I, um, I, I think thought Johnny Depp was going to be in. I this. think they're hoping for it. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, hey, is this one of those monster movies? No, <laughs> no, oh. no. Can I mean, I that's what you're led to believe. No. It's just an invisible man. He's just invisible. He's, <laughs> he's a not, man. He's not the invisible man. He's a man, and you can't see him. <laughs> that's right. That's all. Okay. Uh, and so I'll go uh, total. I'll go seventeen. No, that's, that's respectable. That's respectable. Ten and seventeen. I think it opens with a bang. Is it another Blumhouse movie? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh Lord! Thankfully, this 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 we, we, this plane we've come, is we've come, come to an end. It's crashing. You know what? You know what's great? This is probably this episode yeah. will probably be the most editing you'll have to do. Oh my God! Of any of them, I think without a doubt. One. There's been so many snafus. You guys is, don't even know. <laughs> but it's been, it's but it's been a, it's one of those like I I think experiences like this are great because yeah. it's sort of like you know 
we, we just roll. It's like whatever's going. Hey, that's, that's right. That's how the Cinemasters are. It's like, yeah, all right, let's do it. Just roll with it, like Steve Winwood would say. Yeah, let's let's bring a dog into the podcast. <laughs> oh, let's get licked in the face. Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy. How many times has he knocked the mic over? <laughs> it, it's, it's been a couple. I mean, other than the like ten seconds that we paused for him to just lick your face from, from forehead to chin. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's just showing love. He is showing love. He's a good puppy. He's an affectionate puppy. He's pup. a very affectionate puppy. He's, he's chewing my fingers off. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Jack. We'll say goodbye. Don't eat my microphone. <laughs> Don't eat the cords. There's a lot of cords. He's eating Don't the headphone eat. cord right now. It's so good. It's so tasty. Tasty. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was been an interesting episode. I've been one of your hosts, Ron Avis. I've been your other host, Adam Peterson. Please come back and see us again. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Our-